Hi everyone, this is GoGoDM, and welcome to our Palace Pursuits short D&D adventure called Secrets of the Blind Palace. If you like this adventure, please support its writer, Tal Avizir, by purchasing it on the DM's Guild website. In this adventure, the wealthy Von Crofts hire a party of adventurers to find the body of their dead son in a haunted pleasure palace and to bring him back to life. To aid in their quests, the resurrectionists are provided with a guide, the only survivor of the previous expedition, a bard who has been unable to speak a word or sing a note since she escaped from the blind palace. One interesting thing about this adventure is that I ran it twice with two separate groups of people. We will name the groups Team Noobs and Team Deadbeats. Each group has no idea how the other group did. If you think one group did better, let them know in the YouTube's comment section. And while you're there, please consider giving it a like and subscribing to our channel to motivate our characters to do more crazy things and talk in terrible accents. So now, I'd like you to close your eyes and stretch your mind as you join us on tonight's episode of Perilous Pursuits. Alright, well, you just walked into the Blind Palace. Here you we met are. a bunch of skeletons, you met a porter who uh, has gave you a few keys. And uh, you're able to trap these skeletons in this room to your right. Can you guys see the screen? The map? Yes. Okay. And you hear scratching yep. sounds on the door to the right. And, and you're just going to leave those guys locked in there, right? <laughs> to Why the not, north hey? is the open expanse sounds like a plan. of the main uh, area, the main hall. And I think it's uh, you, Troy. Your, your character, Hart, has dark vision, so you can see, but um, Lucky and Stelcourt. Is it Stelcourt? Yeah, Stelcourt. Cannot. Do you guys have any torches? I actually can see quite far because I think I think um, I think Life's Heart gave me some kind of illumination. Oh right, uh, on my mustache. You, you, I yeah. can touch people, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, because I can see. Yeah, you on... lit up the mustache. That's right. <laughs> Oh, I can Can you guys see where my where my my name is? Yeah, the mouse. By, by the mouse. Yeah. Yeah, your mouse. So this is, is how far I can see. Yeah, yeah, I can see eight or nine squares ahead of me. Okay. Can you see where I'm? I I can see too. I'm not totally yeah. sure if I can verify that, but I think so. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Well, if I do this, can you see now? I can see the same as I did before. You did. Okay. I just reset. Can't see my mouse though. I, I reset the, the fog. The music before, is spookier so. now, which I like. Well, I can see. I can see like eleven squares. Looks to me like there's a set of stairs at the, at the very end of. Our, well, uh, should should we proceed into the foyer or past the yeah, foyer into nothing, that big there's area? Nothing, yeah, there's nothing there that I can see so far. So I'm gonna move my. I'm gonna just move my guy to about here. Okay. All right. So. No, uh, there's there's it's just a wide open foyer. 
And let me describe the area to you, uh, Hart. Okay. So this is the main hall. And the vaulted ceiling of this grand hall soars 20 or more feet above you. In the center of the hall is a large tarnished chandelier hangs over the cracked and dusty pink marble floor. On the north side, a grand staircase rises uh, to meet a collapsed archway that is choked with rubble. An ornate wooden doorway leads off, doorways lead off this hall in several directions. You can see two of them there on the west and east and north, or three of them. Yeah. Otherwise, it's wide open. There's nothing else. It's in a there. huge, wide open area. Yeah. Uh, well, what are your guys' passive perception? Mine's 11. Okay. 13. How much? Mine's uh, 13. 13. 13. Okay. Uh, Hart and Stelkorth, you notice droplets of blood dripping from uh, one of several small objects hanging down from the chandelier. It seems to be tied to the chandelier by threads and dangling about 10 feet above the ground. So we look up. Something in the middle of the area here is seems to be tied and hanging down from the chandelier. and It looks like it's Dripped blood on the floor. I want to go uh, explore the blood, essentially. So I want to go in the middle of this room. Okay, so you can move your character there. I think uh, Hart has to move. Oh, he doesn't. Okay. All right. So you're directly. We all go together. together. Uh, how is this uh, chandelier held up? Like, is it by a rope it's or a chain up to the ceiling? Can I investigate the chandelier? Sure. Roll an investigation check. I rolled an eleven. Okay. Uh. It's weird. It's something you can see something above you that is about ten feet above. It's dripping blood, and it's hanging by string, but it's hard to tell. Um, let's see. You'd notice a uh, there's several other objects now hanging from the uh, chandelier that you didn't notice at first. But it's hard to pick out with that investigation check what they are. Somebody else could do it. Can I see? Yeah. Can I see where the chandelier is like getting like how to like lower it? Uh, you just see a chain that goes up to the ceiling. You don't see a, like a winch system or anything. Hmm. We might be able to see after we go up the stairs what's causing that. Uh, somebody else could roll investigation too if you wanted to look. Okay. Might as well do one. I got a 18. 18, okay. So 
you notice uh, the one thing you first saw hanging from the uh, by string is looks like a severed ear of a tiefling wearing a silver hoop earring. And looking at some of the other things hanging down, another one is a blood-soaked leather pouch. Uh, looks like there's something... Uh, looks like a rolled-up page of sheet music, actually. And uh, looks like a ring hanging down from the string. And they're all about 10 feet up above the ground. Sounds like something magical might be able to hold of right can i use my uh cannon to shoot the chain you notice uh catherine kind of backs away she looks horrified from uh looking at these things i think we should ask catherine why she backed away Good. yeah why did you back away um she can't speak i don't know if you remember but Oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, she um, tries to think for a bit, and she casts an illusion, and you see uh, a party member uh, that she was with, and you see uh, herself, and you do see a tiefling and uh, two other people. Huh. Sounds like it might be someone she recognized. Including a tiefling, you said, Cord? A tiefling was in the picture. Oh, okay. Uh, so the the illusion that she uh, manifested. Okay, so okay. she's telling us that that was her party then? Um, Maybe. So, I, I'm, so, fellas, I'm just wondering if this thing's going to drop on us and land and hurt us or if it's... Uh, yeah, Hart, you're well, actually directly below it. Yeah. Or no, sorry, Stillcourt is directly below it. I was wondering if we want to uh, climb up on someone's shoulders and take a closer look and grab it. It's 10 feet up. We should be able to reach it. You guys can do that if you want. Who's going to uh, go on whose shoulders? Not very heavy. You're not very heavy, Troy? I think I'm like... I, I mean, heart, sorry. <laughs> Stealth do you think that's a good idea or or no? Yeah, sure. I'm five foot eight and one hundred and sixty pounds, sir. Hart, do you want to jump on my shoulders? Right. Okay, here we here. Okay, Hart, yes, I sir. need you to roll a uh, acrobatics check. Oh, a four. A five. A five. Four plus one. Okay. Five. So you get up onto Lucky's shoulders and you lose your balance and fall prone on the ground. <laughs> um, Hart, I think I should maybe jump on your shoulders because my acrobats might be better than yours. Right. My ass hurts anyway, so... If, if Stokort... Could assist too. You guys would get advantage. Whoever's on the kind of hold their legs. Okay. Stealthworth, you want to? Can I stand on both of you guys? Oh yeah, I'll assist. So you get okay. advantage. 
on your roll. Do should I roll now? Yeah, roll acrobatics, acrobatics with advantage. What does it mean to roll it with advantage? So you roll two dice and you take the higher of the two. Okay. Good, because that first one was only seven. There we go. Seventeen plus three. Okay. Twenty. So you're right up uh, eye level with these things. And uh Brilliant. So you see the ear, a blood soaked pouch, a rolled up page of sheet music, and a it looks like a steel signet ring bearing the crest of the Von Croft family. A black tower on a red field. Can someone check for a, a, a trap or something before I grab these things? Swashbuckler, so you're probably better to check traps than anybody else, right? Well, I was thinking magic trap, but yeah, you're right. I should check, just check for a normal trap, I guess. Okay, what would I roll for that, Gord? Uh, in investigation. Investigation. Okay, I got a 13 plus 2, so 15. Yeah, you don't notice any traps. You want me to grab them, guys? I don't have anything that like makes me Go sensitive to. I agree. Yeah, I want to. I'm going to grab all that junk and jump down. Okay. Yeah. No problem. You're able to pull out your sword and cut the strings, and you grab everything. Uh, so you have a severed ear of a tiefling, a blood-soaked leather pouch. You're not sure what's in it. A uh, rolled-up page of sheet music and a, the steel signet ring. Let's open the pouch. They're lucky. Let's open the pouch. Okay. Investigation again? No, uh, you don't need to do that. Uh, okay. So the leather pouch contains two halfling-sized eyeballs <laughs> and a bracelet of tiny turquoise prayer beads. Okay. Can we look at the sheet music and, and uh, see if we can understand what it says? Uh you look at it and it just looks like it's uh, an unfinished song. Somebody was writing a song and it's unfinished. Uh, is there any uh, special powers for to a keithling a keithling's ear? I don't know. Remind me what a keithling is. A tiefling? Yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of. Uh, uh, they're kind of like half human, half almost devil. They have horns and they're oh, okay. purple colored and uh, okay. they have a tail. But they're not okay. necessarily evil. They just look like. Right. Okay. So what's, her, what's the girl's name again? Catherine. Catherine. Can we show Catherine these things? Because she seemed to have some insight into them. Yeah. So she kind of recoils from some of the uglier things and she, she looks at the the sheet music and um, she seems to recognize it. So perhaps something that she wrote as she kind of pats her chest, like as if she wrote it. Hers. Okay. So the, oh. I, uh, yeah, the picture in that illusion she did before. So it was yeah. a, it was herself, uh, Wilhelm, a tiefling, uh, let's see. 
Any halflings? Yeah, there was a halfling in there. Okay. Yeah, it's a it was a tiefling sorcerer, and it looked like a halfling cleric. Well, is there anything else we can learn from this, guys, or you want to keep going? I want the, you know, the cleric, the halfling was a cleric. Let, let me have the eyes. I'll put them in the pouch and put them in my book. And if the tiefling was a, did you say a wizard? A tiefling Lord? with a T. He was oh, a, tea, sorry, he was a, he was dressed as a sorcerer in the illusion that uh, Catherine showed you guys. I generally won't have much to do with um, with sorcery, you guys. So, either of you got any tendencies toward it? No. 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 Beer and I'm more mechanical. <laughs> I think we should uh, explore more of this palace. Yeah, me too. It looks like the okay. stairs are blocked. But there's lots of doors. So, uh, from my vantage point, I can see. I can see a. It kind of ends from where I'm at. Um, west. One, two, three, four, five, six. And uh, squares. There's a door at about seven squares. On the, to the right is a. So, so north some, is up and west and east is left and right. So. Yeah. And then to the right, there's some. Looks like there's a passageway, but there, um, well, so yeah, seven or eight squares over. It's just debris, yeah. Oh, you can see that too. I can see, see it. Yeah. yeah. Let's this. Um, let's do this northeast door. Lucky, when you move over there, when you move to the west, uh, you see kind of almost flickering into existence, and it's barely visible in in the darkness, and it's kind of like a bluish hue of a uh, a young beautiful human woman she's and she's kind of fading in and out of vision vision and she's wearing a sparkling tiara and a shoulderless trailing ball gown and she passes right through the closed door uh to the north uh west and she just she just looks like she's just dancing and kind of spinning with music that you don't hear and she just goes right through right through the wall those damn pixies stay away from them <laughs> <laughs> last time last time they got into one with the pixie was was just problematic <laughs> so hey. Stelcorth, you want to go northeast you said if you're gonna open doors you got to go over there <laughs> Yeah, let's go to the northeast. Hmm. See anything further up there? Oh, because the door's probably closed or only cracked. Should I try it? Why don't we see if it's open? No, we should listen first. <laughs> yeah, let's let's peek in at least. I can peek in and I can just see some some more um um, yeah, you see uh, rubble and debris. That's all you really see right now. Yeah, you'd have to open the door fully and look in to see what's really in there. Okay, let's do it. Okay, all right. So this is a, I just see 
this is a small antechamber, and it looks like the ceiling is partially collapsed into a pile of rubble and debris. And you see ancient gowns, robes, and towels all stained with mold. They hang on pegs against the west wall. And a neat row of decaying boots and shoes lines the floor beneath them. Well, cut them down and see if there's anything in them. Sure, roll an investigation. Go for it. Uh, you noticed uh, there's that. a door to the east, and you noticed small wisps of steam coming from underneath the door to the east. Steam. Smell like anything? Are you gonna go got an closer? And got smell an eight on. Let's an eight. enter. Yeah, you got. You'd have to enter the room to really to see. So yeah, it, can we you don't occupy the same space. Yeah, well, you can in the, but you probably shouldn't. You should be in your own five by five. Square. Okay. Okay. You can I'll go through some. We should space. be able to move through. Yeah, you can move through. Uh, so Where's yeah, it's you can uh, see wisps, small wisps of steam curling under the door in the eastern wall, and it, it's it's a little bit warm, but it's not like. It's not like uh, it doesn't have really a smell or anything, except maybe yeah. an odd smell of rot, maybe. Okay. Hard. I think Open you it. should uh, investigate that. Uh, who's profession in anyone proficient in history? No, I have a plus two, but. I've... Where do I find the proficiency score? Uh, near. Uh... They're the ones with the oh, right, right in the middle. Dot filled in, right? Yeah. If there's a dot on it, then you yeah, have the proficiency. Block dots. I do. Okay. So, you would know that um, the clothing and footwear represented that you find in here, they rep represented the height of fashion several decades ago. The satin, silks, leathers, and furs are now all hopelessly uh, mold damaged and worthless, but there's a moisture in the air here than uh, more in the air here than in other areas. Well, that'd be rot what's rotting them. So if, did you uh, say you wanted to investigate uh, Stelkorth? Yeah, uh, I'm going to say uh, ask heart to go investigate that door. Um, Rolling. Okay. I got an eight. Okay. Hart, did you say you were looking oh. in the boots too? I looked at everything. Yeah. Patting them, patting them down and touching them and checking to see if there's anything in the pockets. Or... Yeah, so you do find in one of the ruined clothes an invitation to uh, Bright Blossom's oh, Midwinter Ball. Yeah, I totally should. I'm just so used to you sitting watching your video game. Or playing a video game. Sorry, Benny. And I'll show this to you guys. You guys can read that and close it or do whatever you want with it. Do you see that text? What are you, what are you showing there? Before? Oh, it should pop up anything. on your screen. I don't see anything nope. either. 
Nothing popped up. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, something's coming. Oh, oh it's I slowly. Got, I got something that's saying to close. Yeah, I can move it around, but I can't see it. Oh, okay. There's some text. Uh, the looking. shaded document. Is the shaded document? Yeah, it says you're... Oh, there it is. There we go. Okay. So it's an invitation to uh, the midwinter ball. That sounds just splendid. <laughs> sounds brilliant. <laughs> Music after. I love going to balls. Wow. wow. Are we going to go through that door or what? Naked. <laughs> Chocolate covered with lobster. Mm. About to open the door of Dungeon Master. Uh, if you are opening that door, yeah, you can go ahead and click on it. Don't you think your thief should open the door? I don't know if that makes a difference, but isn't that my job? I already did. Oh, you bad boy. I know. Whose job is it supposed to be? Yeah, whoever you guys decide. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you guys can click on that door icon to open it. Yeah, I just did. Okay. I think I should, I should go in there first under stealth. Just in case. Okay. What do you What do you guys think? I might as well use that I'll stealth tell you ability. What, you tell. And a whole wave of steam uh, just kind of fills the doorway as you open the door, and it's this moisture kind of envelops past you. Do you guys want me to go in? Sure. Go for it. Should I roll a stealth, Gord? If you want, yeah. If you want to stealth in, you can roll a stealth. Okay, I got a twenty. Okay. And you walk. Yeah, in. we don't want Mead going in there. I have a disadvantage for stealth, by the way. So, the floor of this chamber is covered with ceramic tiles and slopes gradually downwards towards the east wall. Uh, painted uh, water nymphs and tritons caper on the ceiling, and the northeastern section of the floor is submerged beneath steamy, murky water. And a small but steady steam drains into a large grate. And you just hear this constant drip, drip, drip in this room, just from the moisture. Where's the moisture coming? Uh, just the steam building up on the walls and the ceiling. And uh, it's so that, I don't know if you can see in there, but there's a large uh, pool. I looks can, like, yeah. Looks like a steam room. There's a stairway too at the end that looks oh, like it's okay. impassable with debris. There is a stairwell on the end, yeah. Right. It um, actually I'm... goes through an open door to that stairwell. Kind of like a bathhouse then. Yep. That's what it, exactly what it looks like. Oh, okay. Gordon, D and D, am I allowed to just move my guy back and forth, or do I have to wait? to say something before I move my character. Uh, typically, you would say to the DM, I want to move here. Okay. Because okay. if you're just kind of going I'm kind all of over moving the place, around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll hold off on that. Yeah. And then... Uh, um, so you could ping in a location with a long left press like this, and you just say, I want to move to that location. Okay. And then you could pick the path where you want to go. 
Okay, so I'd like to move to that location. Okay. And you just see I... uh, a stairwell. Looks like it's collapsed. Uh, going. Uh, where is it going? To the north. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, going. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a stairwell going down, but it's completely collapsed and it's oh. flooded with water at the bottom. I'd like to do an investigation on this pool and just see if I can learn anything about the water. Sure. Uh, roll investigation. Thank you. And how do you want to investigate it? I just want to... That's a good question. Hold on my computers. Okay, I got 17 plus 2, 19. So I think I just want to visually look at it closely for now. Yeah, so it's um, it's pretty murky, and steam is rising off it. You can tell it's like a warm, so maybe there's some kind of uh, underground hydro, uh, like a spring, hot water, hot spring, that is feeding into this. But uh, oh, okay, the water is stagnant. Uh, it smells. It's murky. You can't really see through it. Uh, and it's just, you just, it's just dank moisture all over the place. Okay. It's hard to, well, it's to almost get... hard to see a bit because there's steam all over the place in this room. And there's a grate oh. on the floor, uh, which I think you can see. Yeah. I'm ready to get out of here, guys. What do you think? What if you, uh, clear the drain? And because it's um because this is um murky, if we clear the drain and we we'll get some flow and see what's underneath, like to so the tub drains a bit in the pool, yeah. Okay. So you might as well do that. Lucky. So I'm just gonna move over and clear the drain. Sure, uh, and you do notice kind of like some gross you don't even know what it is you kind of pick it away and the water starts going through uh this drain a little better and it starts rapidly moving through uh the water in the pool starts going down slowly well i'd like to just uh do you guys want to wait and see what we see let it go down further yeah yeah that sounds great I'd okay. like to jump. I'd like to move into into right here. There, you're you're going right in the pool, yeah. Troy. You're going right in the water. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I gotta step in. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna step into the room too. Okay, well, I'll move you guys to where you want them. Troy's going right into the water. He's going for a swim. Okay. So you kind of wade into the water, Troy, and. Your, your feet are bumping into things down below. And you're not sure what they are. Right. Um, dead bodies. <laughs> Investigation. All of a sudden, uh, this arm pulls up through the water. I rage in the middle of it. That was pretty good. You went in. Disgusting, bloated, yeah. fat waterlogged zombies just kind of reach up and they all their hands are on top of you troy uh there's <laughs> six of them you're actually on top of one of them 
uh, and there's six of them. He's grabbing around your legs. All the other ones are grabbing towards you. I'd like you to roll initiative. Everyone. Initiative? Everyone? Yeah. yeah. What have you done? <laughs> I have 21. Ooh. That's probably good that you got that high. I have 13. Probably, yeah. Uh, Stellacorth got a 13 too. 13. Alright, uh, so Catherine was kind of up here too, and she was waiting in the doorway. She actually rolled higher than all of you. <laughs> and, uh, she is going to cast. What is she going to cast? She's going to cast um, Vicious Mockery on one of the um, zombies. The one to the top left. We'll call that guy zombie number four, top left. So, what does she got to do here? She, she unleashes a... Oh no, it's verbal. She can't cast it. <laughs> She's just going to stand in the doorway. Same. <laughs> uh, so next up is uh, Hart. You're, uh, you look like you're in an old 80s video with Madonna with hands groping all over you, except <laughs> the skin is falling off these hands. Like a virgin. <laughs> for the very first time. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, so it's your turn. See, uh, I'm pulling out the Warhammer. All right. Which one do you want to attack? There's one actually directly below you, as well. So there's six of them in there. One that you're basically yeah, so... standing on one, keeping them underwater. But you know, do I get? Hard. Do I get? You should get out of there before flanking? you fight. Sorry, what was that? I can move and then fight, right? Uh, so if you move, it's, you get what's called an opportunity of attack. So like if you run away from someone, you, they would get to swing at you for free. Unless you take the disengage action, but that would be your full action is just to disengage and then run the hell out of there. And then they don't get a swipe at you. So Holy it's shit, up to you. We're going to have to kill these things, you guys. <laughs> fight or fight all right let's see what we can do then i guess could be fun they're just zombies how smart can they be <laughs> i don't think too bad bloated fat disgusting zombies exactly uh work hammer all right you're attacking yeah which one on a flank what? The one uh, to the hit one south to of my you? flank. So south of you? Yeah, uh, not the one that uh, the, the girl put a spell on, but the one that's... Right there? That would be the one to the... No, he's not on my flank, is he? 
Yeah, yeah, he's between you and uh, Lucky, so you would get advantage when to hit him. Okay, well let's to let's to hit him first then. Okay. Okay. What do we got to? So a you roll, uh, roll a d20. Is that on the uh, like the hit dice thing? Yeah. So if you go to is that uh, what you roll D and D Beyond? You can actually yeah. click on the plus whatever it is for that your axe or whatever you have. Okay. And it should roll the dice. Okay. All right, seven. A seven. Yeah, you just. Uh, what are you oh, swinging with? An axe. Warhammer. Warhammer. Yeah, you just swing and it just the thing the, the zombie underneath you moved and it caught you off uh, balance and you water splashes as your hammer crashes into the water beside it. <laughs> Swing in the middle. Yeah. So that's your turn. Unless you're moving. Just remember, if you uh, move, you get hit. I yeah. know uh, everybody's in the room, so let's, let's see what happens. The water's nice and warm, except it's gross and milky or <laughs> grungy. But warm. <laughs> Alright, that's your turn. Alright. Let's see here. This zombie uh, that I'm tagging right there is actually going to take a swipe at you, Hart. Because you're uh, right in the middle of their dinner time. <laughs> These guys were just hanging out having a beer in the hot tub. Yeah, hot tub time machine. <laughs> Uh, he's going to slam you, so uh, he'll roll it to 20. Uh, that's a, a 9 to hit you. That probably misses. Do you know what your AC is? Uh, AC is 15. Yeah, so I rolled a 9. So a big ar fleshy arm comes swinging at you, and you duck out of the way. Uh, that's, slippery that's its turn. Lucky, you're up. Okay, well, I want to target this guy sure. right here. Do and you guys see my like to... pointer? I saw it when you did yeah. it. Yeah. Do you see it right now? Um, I see Becker's thing moving around. Oh, okay, you but... probably don't see mine then. I probably have to ping it. Okay. I see your guys, so if you just point at the one you want to attack. Okay, so this one here. Yep. And I'd like to do a sneak attack. And it, I hope, I think I can do this. I think I can use my... Uh, it's not really sneak attack because you're not in flanking with him. You could do a sneak attack to this one. Okay. Because you have advantage, you get sneak attack. Okay, I'll, I'll do that one Because you're flanking with the uh, heart. Okay. So I'll sneak attack this one then. So do okay. I roll the sneak attack? Uh, so first you roll to see if you hit. But you have advantage to hit, so you roll the dice twice. So which one do I roll? So you have a rapier. And a dagger, can I do two weapon attack? Yes, so the first okay. one you roll would be one of them, and then... Okay, I'll do the rapier first. Okay, so click on that, plus five. And that is... The first roll is a ten plus five, fifteen. Uh, that hits. And the second is 19. They both hit. So 
Uh, you get sneak attack on your first hit. Okay. So do I click that now and see what it... 5 plus 4 sneak attack. Um, w w sorry, 5 plus 4? What? Uh, yeah, 9. Sorry. Do you want me to say the total or both... What's I'm sorry. I, I'm not sure what you what you meant by five plus four. What? Uh, because it's a two d six. Oh, down below um, you clicked on that. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so you add them together. Is that correct? Yeah. So you, okay. you did your rapier damage, which is a one d eight plus three. Yeah. And then you add, and then you roll the two d six and add it add it onto it. Okay. So that was a nine. Um. I actually already cleared my rapier damage. Oh, you can roll again then if you want. <laughs> okay. Oops. What? Uh, six rapier damage of six. And so, and 15? then nine sneak attack. Fifteen, yeah. Yeah, you take a nice uh, slice out of this zombie. It just the uh, arm opens up, and this pus just kind of comes oozing out from the slice you make in its chest. <laughs> it's pretty disgusting. The stench is gross. Okay, and now I just roll the dagger attack now. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, two plus three, so five. Uh, no, that does not hit. All right. So do I, can I, um, can I move now? Uh, yes, but just remember that if you move, um, either this, depending which direction you go, either this one or this one can hit you for an opportunity attack. No, but he has that I think rogue was... thing. Oh, yeah, you have the way to get. Yeah, you can't be. Uh, you can't be an opportunity attack. So yeah, you could move. Okay, I'm gonna move here. Just uh, how how many spaces can I move? Uh, well, your speed is thirty, so you can move six squares. And okay, diagonals count too. Well, you, you can measure like you just. I'm gonna move to here. Okay. And that way, I want to be able to clear a path out for Troy if I need to. Well, so you have cunning oh, action. Sorry. So as a bonus action, you can just dash, disengage, or hide. Okay. Yeah. So you can disengage as a bonus action, and then they can't hit you. All right. Stelkorth, you are up. Uh, okay, so I'm going to stay where I am, and I'm gonna shoot this guy. How do I how do I ping again? I can see your mouse. Okay. Yeah, hold left, but I can also see where your mouse is. If you a long left press. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna attack this guy yeah. with my short bow. Four, sorry, actually crossbow. And I rolled a seventeen to hit. That hits. Roll damage. 
Uh, damage is five. Five. This da- uh, goes right through the eyeball of one of the zomb of the zombie. And it's, it's kind of stumbling around. Doesn't look too good. So that's the same one that Lucky hit, right? Or no, that's, yeah, a, different that's a different one. No, sorry, yeah, the one I hit is right below your tro- um, heart. Yeah, I'm just wondering how many how many points did you give to him? Hit points. When uh, you, you attacked, what was this? What was your score? Uh, I just want to see I how strong he's going. Five. Yeah, you hit him for five. Her and Lucky. I think I hit him for fifteen. Yeah, the one 15 right below damage. you. You hit him with 15 and only just cut his arm off? Sorry, this this guy. You didn't kill him? Sorry, so this is a guy that's not looking too good. Uh, and Becker did a little bit of damage to this guy here. So Hart, if you kill this guy... Tells me that this... Then you can get out of there, maybe. Yeah. This one here. No. This one, I think, is more damaged. This one here. Okay, this one. Right. Third out, yeah. But 15 hit points for... He's not dead yet? Nope. He yeah, might be close, okay. though. He might only be 16. He's not looking too good. Yeah, okay. But I'm just thinking 15... Let's say 17 times 6 here. That's, uh, that's 60 and 7. That's 102 hit points to 21. So I'd imagine you guys don't have many more than that. We're in trouble. Yeah, you got to get out of there. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to actually make a way for you so i'm going to bonus action use my cannon force ballista nice <clears throat> the music's going if you guys want to listen to it too it's up to you so um the hit is uh dex 13 for them for my cannon for which which one That guy? I want to hit this guy. Okay, so it's a dex save. Ooh, that's not good. Uh, that's a, a zero. A two minus two. So that's a fail. Perfect. <laughs> so I'm going to roll um, damage. If you get a zero, do we get? If they get zero, do you get like extra hit damage? No, done? if if you uh, no? no, okay, you just okay. fail. Just ask me. <laughs> so I hit him for fifteen, and I get to push him. Uh, I can uh, push the target up to five feet away. So I want to push him to the right. Unfortunately, that into the other guy occupied. Uh. Well, what could happen is he could be falling. He could go over top of this guy. And that other guy, he's now on top of that guy. And he's under, the other guy's underwater. Similar to a heart standing on the other guy. So that's 15 points of damage? Yeah, 15 points of damage. Yeah, he's not looking good. He's wobbly. (laughs) He's wobbly. And then that's my turn. Okay, Troy, now it's your turn. Or, sorry. No, not your turn. Uh, no, it could be my turn. It'd be okay. No, no. <laughs> uh, so the guy 
who is underneath this zombie. <laughs> he's underwater. He sees your legs, Troy. He's going to try to just bite your legs. So he is going to roll. Oh, terrible roll. That is a... An eight, which I'm sure misses. Armor class 15. Yeah. That's his turn. Uh, he's actually going to try to move out. And uh, he's going to move there. So they switch positions. All right. Next up is this guy right here. He's going to climb out of the pool. Use half his movement to climb out. So he has 10 more feet to go, uh, movement. So that's 5, 10. He's going to attack you, Lucky. Okay. Swings his big meaty arms. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. Um, 14 armor class. Yeah, so that hits. So he's going to do... Ooh, max damage. Seven points of bludgeoning damage to you as his arm smashes oh. across your face. Oh, good scar. Okay. Seven points. I still have damage from the last game, so I'm down to nine. Cool. And the next zombie. Um, that's this guy here. He's going to attack Hart. And he's going to roll. Uh, a, a 10? 15. Yep, so he misses. Uh, he's just going to stay there. And then the next guy who's underneath you. Uh-huh. I'm just going to move him out. Oh, he's going to move over here. As he scrambles out from underneath you. And he's going to take a shot at you. That's a 15 to hit. Which I believe hits. Oh, max damage again. He does seven points of bludgeoning damage. Bastard. <laughs> big maw just smashes against you. That's his turn. Well, Hart, I thought you were divinely smart, but who jumps into a steaming, stinky pool? <laughs> it surprised me too. Uh, this zombie's going to attack you, Hart. It's your easy pickings right now. I know. Uh, that is an 18 to hit. Which? Which hits. Oh, he only does one point of damage. What? Uh, <gasps> plus, plus one, so two points of damage. <laughs> and we're at the top of the outer order now. So Catherine 
the bard. It's her turn. Ah, uh, what's she gonna do? Oops. Um, she's gonna cast Healing Word on you, Heart. So she is going to cast. Uh, yes, let's see. Oh, not bad. You get six points of healing. Ooh. And that's her turn. And it's your turn. Heart. Heart to heart. I'm booking it out of there a little bit. Okay. So you can disengage if you want. Actually, you don't have a way to get through there. You're completely surrounded. Fight my way out. You'd have to kill one of these guys. And which one is the, which one's the weakest? The one that is just to the south of me, correct? Uh, the one that is. Then. Yes, the one directly south of you is not looking good at all. But then you have to get this one too. Hammer again. This one is really bad, but this one is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. You mean you could even go up and hide up the stairs there if you wanted to to kind of isolate yourself. I would say go for this one. The one on the bottom left, the middle left. Yeah, because you can move this diagonally, one. right? I can move. I of course, yes. This isn't chess. Yeah, because is if, if you do, yeah. If, yeah, yeah, you can move diagonally. If you do this one, then you have to do this one too. Right. Right. So or you or you hide two. over here. Or you know, you can only face one at a time then. I wanna I wanna be near my friends. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for the I I'm going for this guy here. Alright. I gotta move my way out of this. Roll an attack. I'm attacking there. Okay. With my warhammer again. That hits. Roll for damage. Uh, now, I have two on here. One d eight. Oh, so that's a two. Yeah. So it's whether you're doing it two-handed is the larger one or one-handed. Huh? I'm assuming you're doing it two-handed because I don't think you have a shield. Uh, correct. So you get the larger damage, which is called versatile. Okay. Nine. That one's dead. Please tell me he's dead. So the hammer comes up and swings over your head and lands right on its skull. The skull just caves in and you hear this cracking sound. Is that the crusher? And it just sinks into the water. Okay. So you do have movement. You can move out of there, right. but these two guys will get a swing at you, but I mean, you can still get out of there. I can move. Um, one, you, can, you can move there. Two. You can move yeah. up to like this corner or or this corner. No, no, just to here. You gonna stay in the water? Just to here. You're no. gonna stay in the water. Why do you want to stay in the water? No, I want to go here. Yeah, get out of that water, right? Heart. 
Now, am I in the way of uh, score for shooting, though, if I go there? Uh, no. You can shoot around you. No? Okay. So you I hope you feel there. refreshed after your little bath. I feel I feel dang good. So good. Three, you smell great. Three zombies get opportunity Yeah, my aim isn't that bad. I'll make sure I don't hit you. This guy? Okay. This guy and this guy all get opportunity attacks against you. So they're all going to attack. Uh, first one does uh, rolls an 8, which does not hit. I have a 15. Second one. Oh, you're getting lucky. Rolls a seven. <laughs> yes. And the last one rolls. Oh, a ten. You're so lucky. No, none of them. Favor. You're doing uh, Muhammad Ali wow. doing the duck and roll. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you scramble out of the pool. Uh, I guess that's your turn, I guess, because you did your action and your movement. All right. Uh, next up is zombie. This guy. Uh, he's going to walk over here and take a swing at you, Hart, because he liked batting you around. And he rolls a 14. Just shy, I think. He's tough. Yeah, that's his turn. Lucky, you're up. Guys, are we going to try to kill all these ones or get out of the room? What's your strategy? What do you want to do? Good. I don't see anything positive about staying in here. Okay. So this one here, is this the wounded one? Um uh this this guy's no. the wound is wounded for sure. That one hasn't taken any damage. Yet. The... Which one, Gord? The one Troy pointed out or the one I pointed out? The one at? right to your right hasn't taken any damage. Okay. The one uh in the middle, right to the right of Troy, is not looking good. Okay. He's looking really bad. One of the others, you know, uh, one of the others could probably take him out with an easier. This is the only um, one that has any damage. A lesser shot. Yeah. Okay. And can I get through the doorway could, with um, Stelkorth there? You can. Uh, Catherine would have to move out of the way. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to attack this one, and then I'm going to use my cunning action of disengage after I've attacked him, this one here. Yeah. Okay, so does that one qualify for flanking for a sneak attack or no? Nope. It has to be on okay. the opposite side of it. Okay. So I'll attack with my rapier. I only got a seven with that. Ah, uh, you just miss. Okay. 
Darn it. Bounces off good. its fleshy belly. Okay, and I'm not sure my dagger is going to be much better, but <laughs> I'll try. No, four. No, that misses too. Okay, so now I'm going to disengage. Okay. And how many spots do I get to do with well, disengage? You can, I can, only move, you can one. move as up to your speed on your turn, uh, but you can't get through that door. Right. You, you right. could go through someone's space like this and go okay, to there. I think, I think I'm, I think but you can't go here. through two people's spaces. Is that just one? That I did? Yeah. Yeah, so you're fine there. And they okay. don't get a, an attack on you. That's your turn. Still, Korth, you're right. I think that's all I can do, isn't it? I think so, yeah. You did your bonus action, so. Yeah, yeah. Still, Korth. To move in to attack you, at least. Um, okay, so I, I yell to my group and say we should probably try to bottleneck them since we're outnumbered. Right. And I'll uh, grab my bow and attack uh, this one here. That's the one that's really bad looking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, roll an attack. Uh, I hit four a nine. That hits. They don't have good AC. Well, they're buck naked. <laughs> and I do that's seven that. points of damage. Yeah, you take this guy out. He is dead. And he just kind of I'm at 18 out of down. 21 hit points, by the way, guys. He just floats uh, down you know, to the bottom of the pool. I uh, I think I rolled incorrectly. It doesn't matter now, but I, I rolled the damage first instead of the hit first. That's why it was so low. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll know that for next time. Yeah, it's we usually that's, say that's too bad and you'll you'll know better next time. That's how you learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why it was so bad. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm grateful that you've learned do... that already. Do you have any more action bonus? I want a bonus action force ballista for my cannon. Okay. Uh this guy here. All right. And that is, uh, what's that again? Uh, what do you mean? Do you roll to hit? You can look it up on your sheet. Yeah, sorry, I'm just looking up. Sorry, I just had it, and I now I can't find it. Oh, so uh, it's a deck saving throw. Oh, okay. Four hit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that works. Uh, it's a three minus two, so that's a dirty one. I'm sure that's okay. A <laughs> Uh, so it does 10 points of damage, and I want to move it one square to the right. Ooh. Nice. 
gets blasted back from uh, this cannon shot. As this cannonball just goes straight into its chest cavity and creates a large hole there. It just kind of gurgles. It looks down at, its, at the hole in its chest. Is that your turn? Uh, yeah, that's my turn. Okay. So the one you just okay, so hit. Now that you. Sorry, go ahead. The, with um, Becker pu pushing him, now he has to move first before he can attack, right? Unless he's got a. Yeah, so a it's his turn. Reach or something. It's like his turn. So yeah, he's going to move. Okay. He's going to go right there. And attack okay. Stelkorth for that nasty shot. Swings his big mittens. Ooh, for a natty one. And you duck as it slams yes. its hand into the stone wall and breaks its arm. And its one arm is just kind of dangling there. It's kind of looking at it. Broken arm. Uh, that's its turn. So uh, if he moves first, then attacks, then he can't move again, correct? Oh, he still has movement left, but he doesn't want to move. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, so I could actually move, attack, and then move back? Yes. Oh, okay. So you have 30 feet of movement, I believe. And you, right, can, yeah. you can move, attack, and then move. Uh, you can use your movement, up to your movement, anytime. Unless you're restrained okay. by something. Right, okay. Okay, so this guy uh, is going to climb out of the pool. And he's going to attack Lucky. And that is a 13 to hit. Yeah, he didn't hit me. Oh. Okay. First time I didn't get hit. I went <laughs> the armor class. Uh, this guy here is going to climb out of the pool. And he's going to go here. He's going to attack Hart. Uh, that is a 12. 15. Which does not hit. Alright. And then the last guy. What's he going to do? He's going to go right to this corner and take a swing at heart. Right at your legs. Uh, and that's a 17 to hit. That's a hit. And... Oh, he rolled a one, so two points of bludgeoning damage. Nice. And we're at the top of the order. So, who's Hart? Uh, are you looking kind of nasty there? No, I've got 16 out of 21, so I'm okay. Okay. Anyone else uh, looking bad? I'm a nine out of 18. Okay. Uh, so, Catherine is going to cast Healing Word on you. So that's a such a nice girl. <laughs> we like her. Yeah. Okay. So that is... But she should move out of the doorway. 
Yeah, she's gonna yeah. move. She's nice but annoying. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, one sec. I want to make sure I'm getting the right number here. Oh. Uh, Heart actually had two more hit points. I, I shorted you two hit points there from that last heal. So you can add two more. Okay. And uh, lucky you get five hit points of healing. Take it. She's going to back up to the far end of the room. Thank you, Catherine. Yeah. And Hart, you're up. And, um, now, can I move past uh, Stealthcore? Uh, yes, you can move th past him now. I have enough hit points. So I'm going to attack and then move. Okay, just know that they'll get an opportunity to attack on you. From every single one of well, them. Actually, all four of them, won't they? Yep. Uh, so I can do a disengage then? And then none of them get to hit you, and, but that's your action. Yeah, no, I get that. Let me see. Then this one can, so one can attack Lucky. They can all attack Lucky and Stealthcore, couldn't they? They can move and attack and then get over. Well, it depends on what turn order they're in. Yeah, I've taken four, four of these guys, so they can hit me and how to get out of there. So I'm going to go to... Okay, you move your guy there. And you can kind of, anyone who stands in that doorway, you can take a whack at. Stellcourse is standing there right now, though. Perfect. So that would be your turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lucky, you're up. Is this guy wounded? Um... Or is he fresh? He's fresh. He's fresh out of the can. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot at him because I think because uh, Stelker Stelkorth is in within five feet of him, I can do a sneak attack on him. Is that right? No, you have to have either surprise, like you you were hiding, or if you are have any reason, you have advantage, like if you're flanking. Okay. Well, I'm just going to, right I'm just going to attack him then okay. with my rapier. What is it called? Rape, rapier. Rapier. Yeah. Rapier. Yeah. Okay, and I'm going to do it correctly this time. Okay. So I got a 23 to hit. Oh yeah, that hits. <laughs> and I got a nine damage. Ooh, nicely done. As you stab your rapier through its chest scraping bone inside now try the dagger I'm going to 
eight to hit with the dagger. That just hits. Okay. I'll take it. And four damage. Four damage. This thing's not looking good. There's ooze coming out of these cuts. This black slimy ooze. So for my bonus action, I'm going to take... What's the difference between dash and disengage? Disengage means they can't hit you. The dash means you get double your movement. Okay, I'm going to disengage. Okay. And I'm going to... You can um, just move them where you want to, up to your okay. speed limit. You don't have to ask me there. I'm going to move out of this room because I don't want to be congested with everyone. I'll go right there. Okay. You guys okay with that? I, I can still shoot with my bow if they come in there. Or do you want me in yeah, that that's room? Good. And I'm done. All right, Stelkorth, you're up. You want to close okay. The door? Um. Yeah, I'm going to. Oh no! <laughs> Just wait two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, move one over. Uh, so they get two opportunity attacks. One opportunity attack. Yeah, two. No, I want to disengage. Oh, you're disengaging. That's my action. Okay. Yeah. And then moving. Yeah. If I move here, can I see this guy? He's going to get half cover. So he'll get... Uh, okay, sure. He'll get a bonus to his AC. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. So then I'm going to bonus action uh, my cannon. So it's a uh, dex 13. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, half cover doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's Does it? <laughs> not for area of effect. Oh, so that is... A, did you say a dex? So it's a 15 yeah, dex. minus 2, so 13. 13. He rolled a 13. Guys, just excuse oh, me so for then, two minutes, please. Does yeah. he win, then? Uh, well, is this a... Is this, like, a spell? Like, a first-level spell? Or what is it? It should say on there it takes it's half like damage on a success or full damage on a failure. But it should say right on the description. Does it say uh... I'll take a quick look at it. I think it just doesn't hit. Oh, you spent it, a you spend uh, a uh, a spell slot, right? Is it right? Uh, nope. It's not a spell, it's just like an extra bonus action. Oh, okay. Uh, it says, it would say on there it takes half damage on a on a success, but if it's not saying it, then it takes no damage. Okay, so it says it takes uh, 
half as much damage on a successful one. Oh, it does. Okay. So roll for damage. So it's just half da half down. Yeah. I rolled a three, so that's a one. Yes. One point of damage. Just kind of goes right in his belly button. And I'm go I'm gonna I'm gonna f uh, uh, move it one space to the right. This guy. So he's, he lands into the pool. And I'm gonna say he falls yep. off to the edge and he's prone in the pool. So he's splashing around. So he, he's gonna take half his speed to stand up. Hey, sounds good. Um, I'm done my turn. Okay. That zombie's dead. This zombie's gonna come through the door. And attack East Elkhorn. For a 14 to hit? Yeah, that hits. And that's six points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. All right. This guy, he's going to sneak past his buddy and go there. And he's going to attack you. He's the only one you can attack. Actually, these guys are pretty fat. He's not going to be able to sneak by him. But he's going to try and swing his paw at the heart there. And you get half cover, so you have plus two to your AC there, Troy. Okay. Uh, so it rolls a 15. I have 15 plus two is 17 then. So it misses. Bangs against the door <laughs> frame, it doesn't hit you. Alright, so we have uh, this zombie climbs out of the pool. And it's just going to sit there. He can't really do much. Okay, top of the order. Catherine's wondering who's uh, who's hurting. Anybody? Uh, Lucky's doing okay. Lucky's 14 out of 18. Are we just out of course? Becker? Oh, maybe stepped away. Might have left. Yeah. So she's just going to disengage because she doesn't want to take an opportunity cat from that guy and just step out here. And that's her turn. So, Hart, you're up. What are you doing, Troy? We got them bottled, these guys bottlenecked. Why as well just kill each one as they come? Agree, guys? 
Yeah. Yeah, I can shoot him from out here too. Okay. With the Warhammer. Just leave some flesh for me, please. <laughs> Man flesh. Oh, he was attacking Stelcor. Do, so do I get uh, a, um, what is that, flanking opportunity there? So flanking is when you have an ally. Kind of around the corner. Yeah, you, you, flanking is when an ally is directly opposite of him from you. Oh, he's opposite. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 10. 10 hits. Oh. Roll for damage. Five. Five. This guy's not looking good. Good. He's, and... he's pussing from many cuts. Well, is there anyone else sitting in? Don't know. We should probably leave... Kind of stay right there so that we. Uh, I should probably stay there so that they can't move anymore. Right? right? Yeah. Now they can. Yeah, I'm staying right where I am. Okay. Uh, lucky, you're up. Three. Okay. I'm going to attack this guy. This guy right here. Yep. With my short bow. And um, to be honest, I'm still a bit trying to figure out the sneak attack thing. So that this does not qualify for sneak attack. Uh, Is that right? There's, there's no. You get sneak attack when, whenever you attack something with advantage. When there's nothing okay. giving you advantage on your attack here. So if okay. you were, if you were to like bonus action hide on your last turn. Yeah like around the corner, right. then you could come out right, and right, shoot right. him and you'd have advantage. And... Okay. Well, I don't think I need it. Hopefully I don't need it this time. So I'm probably gonna... not for this guy. Okay. So no, I only so, so just to hit. So at the end of your turn, you may want to consider bonus action hiding. Right. Right. Yeah. That's only an eight to hit. That hits just hits. Okay. Six damage. Oh, he's just hanging on by a thread. There's oh, ligaments it. and everything just kind of flopping around. and <laughs> he's not... He can barely swing at Salerman anymore. Yeah, he's just more, it looks like a drunk zombie now. Brilliant shot. <laughs> so as my bonus action, I'm going to hide. Okay. So you could like hide around the corner there if you wanted to. Yeah. So uh, roll, roll a stealth check. Ten. Yeah, you're fine. Good. That was a pretty low roll. Well, I, th I actually I don't even know if you have to do a, a stealth check when you bonus action hide like that. Considering I have a plus seven for stealth and I only got a ten, that's pretty <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah. Stealthworth, you're up. Becker? Becker, you there? Becker. I think we lost him. Yeah, we did. I wonder oh, if his shoot. computer crashed. There have been a lot of power outages lately, too. 
Yeah, my lights have, were flickering today and I had to wow. reboot my computer. That's a good point. Lord, how many how many uh, uh, games are you dungeon mastering right now? <laughs> this is the only one. Uh, I'm playing in uh, two other ones. And I just finished... Yeah, uh, I finished one about three weeks ago, I guess. Three weeks to a month okay. ago. The one that you do on Saturday night, is that like like come and hang, hang out and have a beer? Oh, that thing. That was just more of a goof around. I made... You know that, mm. that uh, uh, tavern you guys went into? To start this? Yeah. I yeah. basically just invited a whole bunch of people into that tavern. And then so I had like well, drinks. Yeah, drinks. I had an arm wrestling game there. I had pit fighting. <laughs> right. And, and then at the end of the night, I had the monster attack everybody. And it killed someone. <laughs> it killed one of the guys. <laughs> it doesn't count, though. It's just more well, for fun. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. It's not Gord, like you lose Gord, the part that was confusing me about sneak hey, attack is... Yeah. Oh, he's back. Okay. Sorry, what were you saying? Uh... So, sorry, my laptop well, died. When I yeah, we this, figured. It, it said, you don't need advantage on the attack roll. If another enemy of the target is within five feet of it, that enemy isn't incapacitated and you don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay. Well, then uh, you would have had sneak attack on that guy. And he has one hit point, so he would have died. Okay. So that guy's dead. Good good to know. Okay. Uh, all these things, there's so much to know, hey? Yeah. All right. So, um, Stelkorth, it was your Do turn. Do I know if there's another Kai behind this, the, the guy that I can see? So good to kill someone finally. Sorry. What are you asking, Becker? Uh, I can something? I see another guy other than this guy? Yeah, so this guy just fell, which I just made invisible. Uh, as Lucky killed but him. But, like, I think that the, the character's blocking my vision. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody so you can, can I see. see anyone here? No, you can't see anyone there. Stelkorth, uh, yeah, so you have this big hulk in the middle there. You don't see anything behind it that you can shoot. Okay, I'm going to shoot him with my bonus action, my cannon first. Okay, and this guy looks pretty fresh. Fresh okay, so as fresh a, as zombies can be. Fresh that's meat. a dex 13 save. The dex save. He's got to roll a pretty good... Uh... No, he rolled a two. <laughs> Full damage. Okay. Uh, that's ten points of damage. Ooh. Very nice. And then I'm going to attack with my crossbow, which is uh, a 12 hit. A 12 to hit. You have multi you have a bonus action attack again? Well, my cannon is a you, bonus you action. Can... And I'm oh, for is, a okay. regular action. My crossbow. Okay, okay shoot. 
So 12 to hit. That hits. And six points of damage. Six points of damage. Yeah, it's really looking pretty bad. There's a couple of them just kind of barely walking around here. Also, uh, I move them five feet to the right. Oh, okay. I forgot that number three is dead. Push them to the right. Understand? Trying to bottleneck them, right? Or are you thinking there's some something in behind him? I can't remember how many. Well, his cannon. He's got a little cannon on his shoulder, and it automatically pushes people opposite away from him when it hits it. Okay. Oh, it automatically does. Yeah. Like. So whether it's... you whether you want it or not. Correct. Okay. That's your turn. Still, Corey? Yeah, that's my turn. Okay, so this guy is going to climb out of the pool. One, two, three. And it sees Stelkorth right in front of it, so it's going to attack. Oh, for a six. That does not hit. That's his turn. And then, uh, which guy is it? This guy is going to go here, but he can't get through. Last guy can't get through, so we're top of the order. Catherine is just going to lay low there, maybe against the wall. Hart, uh, you're up. You kind of bring the hammer down, whack-a-mole as they come through the Whack-a-mole, exactly. 13. 13 hit, that hits. Oh, for damage. Oh, eight. Eight. Eight points? Oh, he's barely, <laughs> barely standing. <laughs> you caved in the side of his face. That's stupid. Uh, yeah, and it made Can you it even look a little see him more? See. Uh, yeah, just, just out of the his other eye, he can't really see you. That whole right. side of the face is just mangled. So lucky you're right. up. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a shot at this guy with the mangled guy, I guess. This guy here with okay. my short bow. And I guess I do get a sneak attack. Is that wait, what we think? You do. You do. Okay, so so do I roll the damage on that first on the snake attack? Oh uh, no, you have to roll to see if you actually. Okay, hit. okay, roll. Okay, twenty. That hits. Okay, and, and you're gonna kill this guy because he has one hit point. Oh, okay, so it doesn't even matter. You can, you can roll damage if you want. <laughs> I'll just I'll just roll regular damage. See, it's fun to see how much you'll actually okay, kill him. Okay, I'll do it too. Um, so I got sneak attack 5 plus 2, and then 5 damage, so 12 altogether. 12. 
yeah, he's just it just blows apart into like uh, meat grinder bits against the far wall as uh, the thing explodes from their uh, well shot arrow that it was not expecting. Oh, no, it's right, <laughs> you could uh, have some rations there. Oh. Stelkorth, you're up. Sorry, that's me. Yeah. That's you. Yeah, you're okay. Stelkorth. Cool. Cool. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to shoot him with my bow first. I rolled uh rolled a ten to hit. Ten hits. And then uh three damage. Three damage. Yeah, it's it's staggering, it's barely hanging on. And then I wanna Use my cannon as my bonus action for a dex save of 13. Okay. Oh, that's a nat 20 for an 18. Okay, so half damn. Yeah. Uh, two points of damage. Even with the half damage, uh, it just blows a hole right through the spine and out the back, and this thing just falls over dead. Is that the last one? No, you have... Uh... There's one more. Well, you don't know. I can't see. You can't see? <laughs> well, we saw we saw five. There's got to be one yeah. left. Or we killed five, so there's got to be one more. There's so six. That's your turn, Stelforth? Yeah. Uh, that's my turn. I'm actually going to move uh, left once. Okay. And number six comes through the door. <laughs> and he's going to look at you, Hart, and take a shot at you. That is a terrible roll from a 20 to a three. So uh, that's six, which misses. I got 15. And that's its turn. Yep. Top of the order is Catherine. She's just staying where she is. Heart, you're up. The Warhammer. The Warhammer. The Warhammer. Oh, a crushing 22. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you know if you roll a 20, which shows on D&D Beyond as a B, yeah. that's double the damage. Okay. Or no, double I, the dice damage. Yeah, I rolled an 18. And uh, damage is a 10. You just hear this thing go, hi! As uh, you, you hit it in the side, you hear these crunching uh, ribs kind of break yeah. through the... Uh, the dead skin and you see steam from the hot steam uh, bath just kind of pour out 
that your turn? Okay, it's Lucky's turn. Oh, I'm going to finish him off. Yeah, you didn't bonus action hide either. No, I didn't. You're right. But I think that's probably okay. <laughs> oh, no, you don't have to because uh, you have someone within five feet. Exactly. And I think he's so probably attack. weakened a bit too. So, um, oops, hold on. Okay, I did 22 to hit. That hits. And four damage without the sneak attack. And another eight okay. with it. So 12 damage total. Oh, and that does that is just enough to put him down. Yes. Beauty. Oh, he was a big one then. So that that means twenty two points. He he was he was fully fresh. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So you have these uh, dead zombies kind of floating around in the pool, a couple on the ground. Um, you notice that one of the zombies is wearing a key around his neck on a silver chain. Just grab that. Okay. You have a silver key. Do any of you think we should examine the zombies because of the steam coming out, or just take a look? Well, I'll have, have a look around. I want to see how many uh, arrows I can like uh, Roll a d20. Oh, I, I better do that too. Or how many arrows did you shoot? I shot five. You should roll. Okay, so roll a d4. And that's how many arrows you get back. I shot okay. two. Can I do the same thing? Uh, <laughs> you get one arrow back. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> So we're supposed to be keeping track so, of the arrows in our equipment list. Yeah. Okay. There's a way I think uh, you Just can manage equipment on the right here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh shoot! I removed all the arrows. That's not good. So yeah, you got a silver chain, uh, a silver key, on a silver chain. I've Sorry, got a question no, you got a for key you. On a silver chain. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I've got a, um, under actions, I have channeled divinity. Turn undead. I'm just wondering if we could have used this in the, the zombies considered an undead, correct? They are, yeah. So, what, what would happen there is you, I believe they all have to roll like a wisdom save to see if they actually. Yeah, that's right. Uh, is it strength? It should say on there what they have to roll. As, as an action, you present your holy symbol and you 
present your holy symbol and speak a prayer censoring the undead each undead that can see or hear saving throw dc 13 if the creature fails its saving throw it is turned for one minute or until it takes any damage a turned creature must spend its turn far away from you as it can can't it's basically runs can't, away from you so we could have, I could have done that and, and to prevent them from uh, attacking, correct? That's true. They all would have scattered away from you if whoever failed would have scattered. It's good. And point. then we would have, and then we would have taken less damage, correct? Yeah, I mean that would have. I'm, I'm, I'm just learning the character, right? So I just want to understand. Yeah. For the next. No, time. so they would have just scattered away. You wouldn't have been. Like stuck in a pool with six zombies all around you. Right. So that right. would have been probably a good one to. Might have been good not to go in the okay. pool in the first place. <laughs> that probably would have been a good decision too. <laughs> like if you see a pool, gross murky if water. If you see a pool in a creepy place and it's murky and stinky, don't go in it. <laughs> well, it was fun. That's true. Maybe do next time. So Catherine kind of walks up to you guys and is kind of patting you, like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, I got eighteen out of twenty-one hit points, so I'm still in pretty good shape, you guys. I would, I would take a okay. little healing if she wants to give me some. Okay, she'll she'll do that. Awesome. About you, Becker? Wait, I think I'm really low. Oh well, I'm twelve out of twenty-one, so. Not really low. Oh, yeah, he should take it then. No, well, but where are you, Kev? 14 out of 18. So Becker should okay. take it first. Well, okay, so Becker, you get seven points of healing. And she can do one more. Oh. But then she's out. For how long? Uh, out for the day or out well, for Well, sorry. That's, that's the end of her first level spell. She still has some second level spells. Until so, we I do mean, a could, long rest or a short rest? Until you do a long rest. Yeah, actually, she can do a short rest. She actually has a, it's called Song of the Rest. <laughs> Except she has to sing and she can't. Oh, yeah. I think, I think maybe I'll just wait until I get down to about 12 or 10 out of 18. Sure. Okay. Just in case. How do I find out if I can help her? How, how do I find out if I can help her speak or not? Uh, you because can there... roll an Arcana check. Okay. Uh, let 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 me do that check because I'm a magical tinkerer. I know my magic very well. Oh, okay. So I rolled a nineteen. Um, from your understanding of what's happened to her, you feel that, uh, this has been, a, a spell has been cast on her to take her voice away, almost like a curse. I'd imagine I should be able to remove a curse then. Okay, and I explain to my, I tell my party members that, uh, that she is under a curse or a, a spell 
that we must break to uh, let her speak, but I don't know what the origin is. I've got um, proficiency in wisdom or for insight. Um, I think dungeon master. Yeah, that wouldn't really be applicable here. You you could also... uh, you could roll insight actually if you want to roll an insight check on Catherine you could do that. It's basically trying to see if you can read her face or her right yeah emotions got 14. or her... at fourteen. Yeah, she, you get the feeling uh, she likes you guys, but she might not be telling you everything. Mm. You're not sure why. Okay, so would perception help stand that better? Or whatever? No, insight is what kind of... Uh, I mean, yeah. insight gives you a feeling. Perception lets you spot things that are hard to find. Well, oh, yeah, okay. But let's I'm just wondering if religion goes. Yeah, okay. Check the doors. Let's go and check. Let's go. Let's say we so go, go and just the, check all the doors. This we don't, one over we don't here? actually open them. We'll just see which ones are locked. Sure. You want to go to that door? Yes. Okay. This one here. Okay. You come up to a closed door. You feel like you you hear something. To see if it's locked. Well, let's listen uh, first. Yeah. So roll a perception check. Okay. So I just did that and uh, <laughs> only got a two. <laughs> no, that's not right. Uh, it's hard I to rolled say. the you wait, wrong you, thing. You have some. That was insight. Sorry. Oh. I rolled a 15. Okay. I only rolled a three. That's a heart got it good enough. Okay. So you hear exotic birds singing from the other side of the door. Just thinking, is there any, I haven't heard anything so far about exotic birds or music that music from the music sheet so that might influence the song maybe they just the sound like birds maybe they're like, maybe they're like harpies or something peace sound like birds it might not be birds should we go in might as well take a peek just go test the other why don't we just yeah, open the door before we go in and just see and uh, lucky, you got kind of the stealth ability more than I. Stealth core and I, right? So I would like to stealthily open the door and peek in. Uh, you can try clicking on it then to open it. Okay. It nothing's happening. 
because it's locked. Okay. <laughs> try the key. So, try the key. Let's, let's try the silver key. Yeah. Okay, you try the silver key you got from the uh, zombies around the zombie's head. It does not seem to fit this lock. Let's try the other ones from the uh, from the host. Oh, from right. Okay, uh, you do try one of them, and you hear a click, okay. and uh, in the lock. Okay, can I roll a stealth and open the door? Yes, you can. Okay. Can I roll stealth too? So my stealth. Yes. Whoever wants to stealth in there, roll the stealth. Mine is twenty-one. All right. Bothering, I'm at disadvantage, so outside so that those two can stealth in without me being detected. <laughs> did you want to go yeah, in? Yeah, you could just stay put. Stealth first. <laughs> did you want to go in? Yeah, no, I'm going to just stealth where I am. Where I am at. Okay, okay. So I'm stealthed and I'm going in. Okay. So the uh, the sound you heard through the door immediately stops. And the room is filled with uh, a dozen bird cages of various sizes and designs. And some hang from the ceiling, others rest on small tables or pedestals. And all are filled with the skeletons of doves, owls, nightingales and other birds there's one large cage holds what the remains of what must have been a peacock a heavy cabinet of drawers stands against the north wall two large windows on the east wall have been bricked up and in the center of the room in the middle of a circular red rug embroidered with green and gold leaves is a marble pedestal at the top of the pedestal is a beautiful moonstone, roughly the size and shape of a hen's egg. Slumped against the base of the pedestal is the dead body of a male halfling in colorful traveler's clothes. His eyes are missing. An empty water skin lies nearby. One hand resting on his chest holds a note, and the note is facing you, and written on it in large unsteady characters. They won't let me leave. And Catherine, uh, when she sees, looks past your shoulder and sees uh, the halfling, she just starts crying, even though she can't make any sound. Fellas, I think what we do is, you know, based on what I'm hearing here, that moonstone's worth something. Um, the windows are bricked up, but if we opened up the bricks, probably set free all the birds, and then we can have the moonstone. That's my thinking. I wonder if the moonstone put a curse on, on him, though, because he was, like, stuck in place, right? When he was reaching yeah. for it? Something something bad happened to him when he reached for the moonstone. So, and remember the the skeletons and the the coin was cursed too. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like he couldn't stop looking at something and pulled his eyes out for some reason. I think we should do some insight checks or perception. I want to investigate in this northern cabinet. 
Um, okay, let me just see. And a heart. I uh, think you should stay out for now. investigation. Uh, you search the cabinet? Yeah, I want to search the cabinet. So it reveals uh, about a dozen multicolored silk hoods. They look like they fit over the bird cages. Hmm. What they can't see won't hurt them. Or us. Yeah. Do you want to try to what, what is it uh, about put these over the eyes and seeing, though? Can't see like like what what took out the eyes. Well, there's something about seeing, right? Covering them so they can't see, but the halfling had his eyes taken out. So <laughs> there's something about seeing that's important here. Let's they put the coverings on the birdcage. That? Yeah, that makes okay. takes totally makes sense. Okay, let's do it. Do it. Doing that, can I do an insight check? Uh, who are you trying to insight on? I think you'd, you'd have to be in it, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd have to be closer to do any kind of. I think you're thinking investigation. Oh, sorry, you're correct. So, what are you guys wanting to do? Cover the bird cages, yeah, with the silk cloth all of them? that we found. Yes, are you covering all of them? Anything that's got a bird in it. Yeah, they all have birds in it. Skeletons of birds. Okay. Okay, so there is a cover over every birdcage. And is there still whistling? As soon as you guys opened the door, as soon as the door opened, the uh, faint bird song you heard immediately stopped. I think we try to take the moonstone, but maybe use a, use a stick or something and see what happens. And give ourselves some room. Let me maybe shoot it off of the pedestal. But can, if we could just nudge it, I'm just concerned about, you know, wrecking it with an arrow or something, right? Versus a, you know, if we got a long sword or something like that, that's six feet long or. Just looking through my thieves kit to see if there's anything I could use. You found something else in the cabinet. Uh, it was a leather bound book entitled The Care and Feeding of Blue Owls. And there's a bookmark sticking out of it. Let's look at the uh, in there. section with the bookmark. Yeah, let's open the book and I read what's the bookmarks, the section of the bookmark. Okay. Uh, the bookmark is actually a coat check card. And uh, the book just talks about the care and feeding of blue owls. And what does the coat check card say? Does that have anything scribbled on it? It just says uh, a number and return uh, to the porter for your coat. 
How about I go get it? How about one of us gets it? So we can get out of the room quickly. Huh. What do you think of that, guys? Sure. Um, maybe a tank or somebody that can handle more of a hit? Sure. Yeah, I'll get out. We're going to go get the key? Or going to go... Someone's going to go take the card back to the dude and get a, get the coat, see what's in it. Oh, I thought we were getting the jewel thing, the pearl. I'm just going to grab it. One of us is going to grab it. No? Oh, I'll go get it. I mean, yeah, okay. What do you think, Stelkorth? Yeah, let's try to grab it. And I, uh, I ready my, uh, cannon. Just be prepared if, just be, be prepared okay. if anything jumps out. Okay. Well, I'm going to do this from five feet away with a rope. Lasso it and throw it over and pull it towards myself. Give okay. myself a little room. Uh, roll a, roll a dexterity check. Fifteen. So it'll just be your fifteen. Uh, yeah, you you throw it, and it seems to kind of the lasso is loosely around the top of the pedestal, and surrounding the egg. And pull. What do you do? You pull. Yeah. You're able to. It hits. It hits the egg, and the egg falls off the pedestal. The door immediately closes. <laughs> you hear a click. I had a feeling about this. And you hear the sounds of birds rattling in cages all around you. We need to open that door right uh, away. Yeah, I start shooting at the door. No, Swashbuckler can okay, unlock the door. Why don't we try the key first that, we, that worked in it before to see if it unlocks it? And if not, I'll pick it. Okay, go for it. Okay. So I'm trying the key. Okay, you hear a click. Okay, so let's open the door. And it opens. Well, Hart, get out of there. No, I want the moonstone. I'll pick that. I'm picking okay, up the moonstone. Gra and get grab the moonstone. Let's get out so of you, here. You, you, you pick up the moonstone. Uh-huh. You have it in your hand. Uh-huh. What are you doing? Get booking it. Get out of there. Book it out of there. As soon as you exit the door, close the door. The cacophony of the cacophony just ends and stops. As soon as you cross the barrier of the door, it's quiet, mm -hmm. dead quiet. And I'm gonna. Lucky's gonna shut the door, just in case. And you kind of, everyone roll uh, an intelligence check, just a general intelligence check. Stelcorth got a 15. 
Lucky got a 10. Got an 18. And Hart, you kind of wonder what would have happened to you if the bird cages weren't covered by those hoods. Pretty certain that my eyes good. would have been gone. Certain that my eyes would have been gone. But because we covered surprised them, you guys didn't check it. the. Uh, surprised you didn't check the halfling's body. Oof, yeah. Is it still in there? Oh yeah, it's leaning up against the pedestal. On well, the let's go back in there and uh, just check out the body. One of us. Uh, sh one I'm of not us gonna. I'm gonna stay out. One of us rogue types should the, stealth, yeah. stealth it in there and see if we can, if that can. We can do that without getting detected. Sure. Do I have to roll another it's stealth check, or am I still stealth? Uh, I'm gonna say roll a new one. Fifteen. Okay. You feel stealth. I'll open up the door again. Right. And go to the halfling and check his body. Uh, roll an investigation check. <laughs> a dirty 20. So you find seven gold pieces and a set of thieves, thieves tools. Oh. Nice. Okay. And then I leave. And it's quiet in the room. So how much? So, so what was that gold? How much gold? S seven gold. Seven. Okay, and I throw the thieves tools can, uh, to. You, you... Sorry. I throw the tools to a uh, lucky and say, "Here's a spare." Okay. Uh and you guys can roll an intelligence or a history check on this moonstone. Oh. If you'd like. Okay, I got a nine. Uh, Still, Korth rolled an eighteen. So you've heard about this uh, moonstone, Still, Korth, and you know that they're rare and valuable items. That you is a lot of money. saw one go for auction once. You could sell one go for auction once for a hundred gold pieces. Wow, yeah, baby! Nice, dang! It's it's beautiful. That in our in my in our, um, that go under equipment. Uh, yeah. You could just oh. or yeah, you could just. Uh, there's a custom area, or you just write that in whenever. You could do Sorry, it now or later. On, uh, when you go to manage manage equipment. Oh, okay. And you go to manage, you can add custom items. Okay. And just put in uh, Moonstone. All right, you guys are out in the main hall. 
want to explore the east, this east hall. Okay, it comes to a dead end, but it does open up into this destroyed room with strange-looking apparatus inside of it. From the just from the doorway that you're standing in. Would I know the apparatus since I'm a magical tinkerer or an artificer? Yeah, you can roll an intelligence check with advantage because that's who you are. Uh, rolled a 13. Okay. Uh, what you think this is, is uh, the remains of a massive telescope amongst the rubble. Hey guys, I think I found the observatory. And it's just an opening. So there's not closed or anything. Wasn't there a key from this uh, Kochek guy from the for the yeah, observatory? Yeah, but you see a door. Kind of looks like it's been blasted out from the rubble. Well, before maybe before we go exploring, we should go and get a that coat check and figure that out. What do you guys think? Sure. But see what's in that coat. A good idea. Yeah. You go in and you see the undead porter sitting at his desk, You're looking through papers. He looks up at you. Ah, back so soon? Oh, yes. I just uh, need my coat and I hand him my uh, coat check ticket. Oh, very good. Very good. And he uh, goes over to a peg and, and he's looking at the coat check number in the coat and he hands you over a. Uh, a gray cloak. Um, it's it's actually a sky blue velvet cloak. As he hands it to you, there's like a layer of dust falls off it, but it looks gray when he pulled it off. As he hands it to you, a little bit, a whole bunch of dust just shakes off of it, and it's like a sky blue velvet cloak, cloak covered in a thick coat of dust. It's adorned with a platinum clasp in the shape of an owl. Hmm. Let's uh, that could check. be like a holy, a holy album too, right? Uh, this guy yeah, is a wizard, right? So that would be like a. He's a porter. He's uh, a like he's like the head porter, security, the main guest greeter, coat check guy. I uh. I'll uh, go to the main hall and start rummaging through the the pockets of this uh, rope. Okay. Uh, you find ten gold pieces inside an inner pocket. And as you kind of shake out the cloak and the dust comes off, it's a beautiful like sky blue velvet cloak and you kind of polish up the, the clasp of it and you can tell it's made out of platinum. 
and it's shaped in the uh, beautifully shaped into like an owl the clasp that holds the cloak around your neck can i pull in the cloak clutch, guys sorry what was that i was just wondering if i can wear the cloak yeah you can put it on Okay, I put on the cloak. Pull up the hood and go. You look very debonair. Put the hood up. See what happens. Sure, I flip up the hood. You vanish. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was almost be like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) You put the hood up, and uh, yeah, you look uh, very debonair for uh, with the hood up. Visibility. So, found nothing much other than uh, some gold in this coat. So, nothing, not, not a lot. Platinum, platinum clasp is worth a lot, right? So, it's just something you. Oh, who's got some guys... ability to do some, you know, d- determine whether or not it's got magical properties or not? Uh, you could do an arcana check on it. While you're rolling, I'm just going to get a glass of water one sec. Okay. I'm going to do the same, actually. Sounds good. I got a 13. Be right back. Alright, the entire world paused for 60 seconds. So you're rolling an arcana check on this uh, cloak? I might be the only one here right now. Sorry, yeah. yeah, How about I roll roll one? Oh, you're there too? There's a, he yeah. ro- uh, rolled a 13, I rolled a 15. Yeah, uh, you're not really getting any more insight or understanding of what this cloak is about. Seems like a cloak to you. It's just well made. How about the brooch? Insight to the brooch? Yeah, I, I would include okay. the brooch in that role. What I missed. We did an insight check into the cloak and we didn't learn anything new. Did you roll? Yeah, we rolled. The Stelkorth rolled. Oh, you rolled enough. Okay, you got a decent enough roll to get something out of it. You guys want to head to the um, to the east? Yeah, yeah check out Open the telescope. Okay, now let's do that. 
Okay, and you just see, it's fairly dark in there. You just see lots of rubble in this metal apparatus broken amongst it. Looks crashed. like difficult terrain in there, like to climb over stuff. Do you feel like you want to search it still, Korth? Just do an investigation check from the the door. Roll an investigation. Uh, rolled a ten. A fourteen. It's hard, hard, hard to see. Uh, just there's so much to, going on in this room to really kind of get your focus. I say it's not worth it since everything's been caved in, and I don't see anything worth worth it. And I can see the entire room too, right? Oh. Well, you can't see. No, there's lots of areas you can't see in that room. And I took a peek, and I rolled a seventeen. Does that make a difference? Uh, it might if you're in the room, but outside the room, no. I might not roll another seventeen if I go in. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um. Does someone want to go in, like, and and roll an investigation? I mean, it's interesting stuff. Like the telescope looks interesting. There's, uh, it looks like it's made of like a brass or a copper, and there's some broken glass within the lenses and stuff. There's other pieces all around the place scattered, but uh, it's you know, it's it's rubble strewn with other stuff. I don't know. This if it's is gonna the garbage. Help us find this the is guy. The garbage heap. I think this is the garbage heap, you guys. Yeah, let's continue. Maybe come back after. Yeah. We got to find our buddy. So where do you guys want to go? I'm thinking the east. Let's go west or west. Right. But left is west. Left yeah, is west. That's what there's I meant. North, north, north is right. up, south is down. There's a door right by where I am at. Okay. Okay. Uh, you guys have stealth though, so I'd rather you guys check doors than me, because my stealth I have a disadvantage. Okay, I'll check the door if you guys don't mind. Um. So. So I'm going to check to see if it's locked first. Sure. You roll. Uh, you try it. And it's locked. Yep. Okay. So I'd like to try one of the keys that we picked up. Did you have a list of all the keys? I Did you write them down? I didn't write them down, but we have the silver key and then we had keys from the um uh, door check. He did give you the Yeah, he did give you a key and so um There is a uh, word above the door. It says library engraved in the lintel in common. And you do remember one of the keys being on a peg labeled similar. Yeah, I'll try the library key. You. Okay. You hear a click. Okay, and I'm going to stealth myself before I go in. Okay, okay roll a stealth check. It's uh, 15. 
Okay. You open the door, and you see um, it's an iron staircase sprouts up uh, the middle of this three-story tower, and the walls are lined with bookshelves. The books are very old but neatly arranged. And, it's, and the tower here is cleaner and in better condition than some of the other areas you've seen uh, in the palace. Do I uh, do I roll it? Insight to check for traps, or how do I? I investigation. Investigation. Okay, I'm just going to do that before you guys come in. Okay. Oh, that's pretty low. Seven. Yeah, you don't really notice <laughs> anything that pulls your attention. There are lanterns uh, on the wall too, but they appear empty of oil. They're affixed to the wall. I think it looks safe, you guys. If you want to come in. Check with our young lady there. Should we be going in here or should we be going somewhere else? Maybe? Well, want to make we sure want to go off Catherine actually walks. Catherine walks in after you. And with a vision, uh, illusion, she shows her and her party walking into this uh, room. Mm-hmm. And, and then she wiggles her hands a bit and the, and the vision changes to see Wilhelm von Croft sneering at the books and uh, they're walking out of the room again. Oh, let's go but, to that place uh, where she, we... she, she, she has a confused look uh, on her face and she points to the door where the keyhole is. There was a specific book that he was sneering about? She shakes her head no. Would you he guys like to? But she, 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 hmm. she kind of checks the door like she's checking the door lock. Why? Almost like why was this thing locked? Because they, uh, and then she shows an illusion of uh, their um, halfling lock picking this lock. She's confused of why it would be locked again. Right. Because they didn't I mean, lock it's, it. The stairway is locked with rubble, and this door is locked. It's like people nope. don't want to screw up. No, this, there's no rubble here. Oh, I mean, it's very clean. I mean, the other one. So if someone wanted to keep us from going upstairs, oh, they'd lock this door, right? You don't know. <laughs> but it's the only way up that we know so far. These are the these stairs are accessible. That's cool. What do you guys like? And then it's just uh, the walls. The walls are aligned with bookshelves. Uh, with books. Would you guys like to do we investigate want to look the at... books first and clear this level before we go up? Through that one. Yeah, that sounds like a good we... idea. Okay. Clear the level and then go up. Yeah, and someone more booky than me should maybe come look in here and see if there's anything good. Or do we need books? Too, too heavy? Okay. I'm coming out. We'll go over to where this other door is. You guys don't want any books. Not yet. We can check after, right? Yeah. Let's clear this floor first. Okay. 
Okay, I'm going to check this door to see if it's locked. Uh, it is locked. And there's a word above the door. It says music room engraved in the lintel. Okay, well, I'm going to use the music room key. So I think we have that one. Okay. And uh, you hear a click. Okay, and I'm going to stealth myself. All right, roll a stealth check. My other computer's running really slow. Sorry, guys. I'm running the D&D uh, &D Beyond on a different computer, but it just keeps freezing on me. And Catherine, she backs away from the door of this room. I got a 17 stealth. Okay. I'm going in. Sure. Gordon's <laughs> <laughs> voice is sure. <laughs> so, uh, no, you're not moving. Nobody move. <laughs> there's two. So, uh, uh, there's this uh, whimsical music playing in this this room, and uh, the the walls of this room are paneled with seaside scenes painted on faded canvas and surrounded with gilded seashells, coral, and blown glass flowers. A harp, spinet, and zither float in the air in front of a fireplace on the south wall. Two large picture windows, both brick, bricked up, dominate the west wall. So the musical instruments, they're, they're floating in the air, and they're playing a beautiful, haunting melody on their own. And in the center of the room is a spectral young lady that you seem to remember going through the wall here. And she's dancing with the lifeless corpse of a male tiefling. She holds the body up to, uh, uh, she holds the body up and his boots are torn and his feet are mangled and there's trails of blood visible along the floor. And one of his, one of his ears is missing. She killed him. Uh, Dangerous. This door also closes and locks. <laughs> you hear a click as soon as you, you enter. The key. Do they the see key. me? Oh yeah, they turn to you and they say, uh, "Oh, welcome. It's about time you got here." Uh, there's a uh, a male ghost and a female ghost, and the male ghost is in a uh, elegant three quarter coat. His hair tied back in a ribbon, and he kind of bows towards you and. He uh, he motions to uh, the female ghost and he says, "Will you dance?" And the female ghost spins the tiefling's corpse into a chair and moves towards you, smiling with her arms wide open. He was a poor dancer. If you perform better, perhaps you won't require lessons. Yeah. And the ghost insists that you uh, you dance with them. Yeah, I will. All right. So um, do I need to roll anything to see how well I do, like a persuasion? Yes, you do. Okay, I'm going to roll a persuasion then. And uh, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to persuade her that I'm a great dancer. <laughs> okay. Okay, so here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> I have plus four in that. I only got a five. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> So she kind of looks at you and goes, we'll see. 
And uh, she grabs you by the arms, and this animated instruments begin playing a waltz. And you need to make a charisma performance check. Okay. Yes, 19. 19. 17. So you dance skillfully and gracefully to the delight of both ghosts. And at the conclusion of the song, both the ghosts bow deeply. And the ghost, um, the female ghost comes up to you and kisses uh, your hand. And you have this icy tingling sensation in your hand. Now that was a dance, she says. And you hear a click and a click on the doors. And they seem to fade away. And, and it says, do come again. We always have room on our dance cards and we're always here. And uh, they kind of flicker in and out of uh, vision, and they seem to be dancing and just waltzing around themselves as the uh, the floating instruments continue to play the waltz. That was a great role. <laughs> that was a great role, wasn't it? Because other stuff happens if you didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not in the room anymore. No, they're they're waltzing. They they flickered in and out, and now you see them kind of dancing across the room and around the room and around you, spinning. But they flicker in and out of corporealness, like they become invisible, and then they flicker into a vision somewhere else, and while they're in motion dancing. Okay, well, I'd like to do an investigation check before I open the door for these guys. And just okay, okay, see what we see. And I got an eight. Well, there's a body. There's a body on the on the um, chair. Okay, I got a twenty. Body on the chair. Okay. Yep. So, so a few things. You find a flute lying on the floor near the south wall, and um, you walk over to the body of this tiefling sorcerer. And you find a dagger. Uh, you found a pouch that contains five gold pieces. And you find a potion of healing. I'd like to take all three of those. All right. So a potion of healing is 2d4 plus 4 healing when you need it. Okay. Um, you did a pretty good investigation check. So... Uh, you um just you're kind of going around the room looking at these panels that have the the seaside uh, vistas painted on them and you touch one and it seems to give a little almost like it could slide well i'm going to i'm going to i'm aware of that and I'm going to do that after I let my companions in the room. Okay. You could open the door if you want. Okay. So, Dungeon Master, we're not allowed to have a conversation with him until he comes out, correct? Uh, you have to be... A, he has to be able to hear you. Guys. Yelling through the door. Guys, I meant the most... Wonderful girl. She was just amazing. Just translucent. And I danced with her. We danced the night away. And then she disappeared. And then I found gold and a dagger and a pouch. Won't you come in and see? 
That was, I, I should have been done with an accent. Sorry. Pirate accent. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you get away with dancing with that girl. And you, uh, you come in Stokeworth and you see these ghosts uh, dancing around. Uh, I'm going to stay at the door and keep it open. Uh, you, you try to keep it open, but it slams shut and you hear a click. <laughs> and Stelkorth, this lady comes in and says, So soon you brought another uh, dancer for me. <laughs> oh, no. Come, we must dance. And she grabs your hands and she drags you out into the floor <laughs> to dance with you. Here, let me give you a lesson. And uh, she starts dancing with you, Stelkorth. You don't even really have a choice. Uh, well, you have, you always have a choice, but what do you want to do? She's like basically forcing you to dance and pulling you this way and that way. I'll uh, I'll dance. What do you with her. What do you want to do? Huh? I'll dance with her. Of course you will. All right. So roll a performance check. I rolled a six. A six. So you make a few missteps and uh, clumsy moves during the dance. And the male ghost, he's kind of watching. He's kind of wincing when you're doing all this every time you do it. And uh, at the conclusion, um, the female ghost, she says, yeah, that was tragic. Uh, obviously you haven't found the right partner until now, but we'll keep practicing until you're perfect. And, uh, both the ghosts try to basically enter your body. Um, so let's see what that looks like. One sec. So they're going to try to, each one is going to try to possess you. So you need, you need to do a charisma saving throw. I think I failed on both. I got an eight <laughs> and a five. Okay. So the female enters you because she was right beside you and, um, So, compels you to keep continuously dancing, uh, including breathtaking leaps and lifts for six hours. Oh, no. Wait. Six hours. Oh, that, that's good. So I you've, been in the, then, you, hey? you've been in the uh, palace for about two hours now. So, you'll spend six hours dancing with her. And uh, you incur a level exhaustion at the end. Uh, at the first hour, actually, sorry, 
they just keep dancing. You guys notice that he's getting dancing in the first hour. You take a level of exhaustion, Stelcorth. And it keeps on going. What do you guys do? I think I'm going to ask if I can have that dance with her. Uh, roll a persuasion check. You guys think that's a good idea? Yeah, sure. Stelkorth, you have a... Uh, you, you take a level of exhaustion. Okay, I got a 23 persuasion. 23. So right mid dance, uh, the man is the man is actually dancing with Stelkorth, and they stop, and the woman comes out of Stelkorth's body as he kind of collapses to the floor, and she goes, "This one just isn't isn't learning." So sure, we'll dance. You need to roll a. Uh, charisma check and I'll give you advantage on this one because you've already danced really good with her before. Okay. Charisma check. Which one was that again? I've got just regular uh, sorry, performance. A, a performance check. A performance, okay. When you have advantage. Okay, I got 15. Yeah, so she kind of, you dance with her and you kind of rocket as well as you did the first time and both ghosts they, they stop at the end and they're clapping their hands and bowing and you've done it again sir and you hear Fine. of both Fine. doors should we go through the north Stelkorth, door you, Stelkorth you have a uh, point of exhaustion yeah uh, we should go through so, this north door so you have disadvantage on ability checks until you take a long rest. Stelkorth, you learned that you're you're a lover, not a dancer, or a fighter, not yeah, a dancer. Apparently, and the two ghosts continue to uh, <laughs> dance within the room, flickering in and out. So we're going to exit through the north door. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Catherine's waiting by the door. Catherine's watching this and waiting by the door for what you guys are doing. Do you guys want me to go through the north door? I've opened it. Huh. I think I should stealth well, before I go through again, though. You, see, you hear the sounds of a grand dinner. People clinking glasses and chalking and okay, I'm gonna... if you guys have your ambiance uh, turned off, you might want to turn it on. Yeah, I've got mine on. So there's, uh, if you get in there closer, you might hear some of the noises. And stuff. Should I roll a stealth check? Basically, all you hear is uh, yeah, you can roll a stealth. Okay, 19. So I'm just going to peek in. All right, so this is a huge dining room. It's spacious, and it must have been uh, handsome at one time. But every discernible thing in it is covered in dust and mold. The most prominent object is a long table with a tablecloth spread on it. 
as if a feast had been prepared, but never enjoyed. A centerpiece of some kind is in the middle of the table. It is so heavily overhung with cobwebs that its form is indistinguishable. It's covered in black fungus and speckled legged spiders with blotchy bodies are running in and out of it. Oh. Hey. There's eight skeletons in rotting finery, some wearing elaborate wigs, seated around the table in front of silver plates and crystal goblets. A fire suddenly springs to life in a dark fireplace in the northwestern corner, and the wintry candles on the chimney place ignite with a sickly yellow light. Uh, nothing moves except for the fireplace you see and the lights lighting up. The skeletons don't move. The cobwebs are there. They don't move or anything. But you hear the disembodied chatter of long dead dinner party. A toast! Ladies and gentlemen, to Lord and Lady Bright Blossom. Hear, hear! To winter flowers and warm hearts and life eternal. Hey. And wine! And cakes! Cakes! Let them Who's eat that? cake! Who's that strange new lady? She seems to be everywhere in this house lately. My dears, I thought that was last year's midwinter ball was something special. But tonight, you have really outdone yourselves. And then you hear another voice. Shh! Her name is Maggie. I believe she is Bright Blossom's new favorite. Can't imagine why. She's perfectly ghastly, if you ask me. <laughs> if you'll excuse the vulgarity, I can't help but observe that is one hell of a party. And uh, as as you're you're doing all this, um, what are the rest of you guys doing? You're you're just hearing all these disembodied voices coming from around the table, but you're not you don't see anything moving or animating. Was my stealth successful? I guess. Sorry, what did you roll? A 19. A 19? Yeah. Uh, as far as you know. As far as yes, I thought you were going to say. And there's eight skeletons in here? Yes. Dressed in like rotting, fine clothing. I'm going to step out of the room and go back into the foyer and talk to my companions about what I've seen. Okay. Because they don't know what's going on, do they? No. Uh, Stelkorth might. He's kind of in the doorway, but uh, it's a story. he would have heard it too. Stelkorth. Well, Hart and Catherine, there's eight skeletons in there. And they didn't see me, but I don't know what they're going to do if we all go in. There's also some doors and a centerpiece that's covered. It. So there's more There's more room to... There's a set of double doors on the north. Yeah, Troy, you can't even see it, can you? No. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, there's a set of double doors on the north. And, oh, oh, and okay. the other thing I is, thought... 
I don't Yours think they detected me, but I don't know what will happen if all of us go in there. Well, what happened? So to assume that you told us everything about uh, what happened to self there and and uh, that maybe it's not such a good idea for all of us to go in there because I'll have to likely dance with that chick too. And my dexterity is at disadvantage, so it's going to be bad. Your performance check is at disadvantage. Yeah. Oh, not performance. Dexterity. I'm just wondering if it'd be better, you know, given that though two of them have kind of passed the test, that stay there. They could go through the and do the investigation that they need to, and we'll wait outside. And Catherine is interested. She's like, what What did you hear? What did you see? And I, I tell her that I heard talk about a party and uh, a bunch of skeletons talking, thinking they were still at this party. And the ghosts, you don't see the ghosts in this room anymore. They're, they seem to have vanished. Hmm. But the uh, instruments are floating by the fireplace. Okay, so the test is passed. Probably safe for us to all go through them. Well, but is the dining room safe? That's the, what I'm worried about with the skeletons. Well, you weren't even noticed the first time, but the other ones noticed you right away, right? Yeah. But I had a good stealth nope. check, right? I was it was a nineteen yeah. stealth when I went in, so right. So they might notice everyone else. I mean, we could just maybe we should send um, Stelkorth in there to do an insight check, and he can run out if it's bad. Sure. Ka Catherine walks up to you, Lucky. Yeah, and she points at the flute that you're holding that you got off the floor. Hmm. Can Stelkorth or Hart do an insight check on the flute or Arcana? Uh, sure. Yeah, you can. Check the history of the flute. Six. With Stealthcore. What do you want me I'm to sorry, do? I missed that. What? Do, uh, Dude, I, um... got a, I got a six. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got this flute, Stelkorth, that needs a, like, it seems significant. So I I don't know, but either Arcana or Insight. Is that right? I'm not sure which one's the right and, check. Uh, you could do Arcana. Insight is what you do to people. Okay. Not objects. Mm -hmm. I, I think your Arcana is really good, isn't it, Stelkorth? It is, but I'm at disadvantage. Oh. Well, yeah, I'll try mine and just checks. see what I, what happens. I can take, I can, I can roll and yeah. just, it won't probably yeah. be a good one. Never hurts to try it. I've got the lowest roll possible. I got a <laughs> one. Yeah, uh, I got an eight. That's the best one so far. <laughs> Did you Roy, roll a uh, heart? I roll a six. Um, 
yeah, you don't really get any uh, anything out of that. Um, Catherine puts her hand on the flute and looks up at you. Like she's trying to tug it away from you. Um, I'd like let to She'll let her play. have it. Maybe she, maybe it'll help her. Do you guys agree? She, 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 she holds it and she's looking down at it and she holds it up to her lips and she starts playing this song. And it's a really beautiful song. Um, and you you all gain two hit points. Wow. We all gain two hit points. Nice. Nice. So do you guys know how to spend uh, hit dice? So if you take a short rest, you can spend your hit dice to regain hit points like one hour so do you mean like we heal two or we gain two of our mat two on our max no you you heal two okay i'd like to ask her if it, and, uh, if it was hers and she nods okay can i also do um an arcana check on the dagger i picked up Yes. Okay. So, yay! I got a nineteen. It seems like a regular dagger. Okay. And uh, Catherine's looking at it, and um, let's see. Uh. She shows a, an illusion of the tiefling that you saw in the room, and it zooms in on a dagger that was that he carried. Must have been his. Hmm. Hmm. And he was a sorcerer, right? So it's not magical. Is there anything we can do to remove the um, curse off of Becker? Do you have anything? Yeah, I just uh, need a long rest. rest. Potion won't help? Uh, potion of healing re regains hit points. Right. And it's exhaustion, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. You heal one point of exhaustion for every long rest, so you could actually have multiple points of exhaustion. Do you have any Red Bull? <laughs> so you guys have been here so far now for six hours or eight hours, and we got to get out. Helms we got through this. I said you have twenty-four hours to get him. I think we should go up those stairs now, and maybe if we have time, check that dining room later. What do you guys think? Or do you want to go in there? Uh, no, sure, I'm just worried yeah, the main, about the main goal. Sorry, I missed that. What? I said, let's, yeah, let's, let's leave it for later. Okay. 
So head into the library again. So, like I said before, it's the walls are lined with bookshelves full of books, and you have an iron uh, spiral staircase in the middle going. Oh up. shoot, you guys! I forgot to look behind that tapestry. I got to go back into that. I other, thought that's how you found room. the door. No, there's something behind the tapestry. I I was going to do right. it later when you guys there's were a, all there's in. There's a panel that. Uh, there's a panel that seemed loose or that it could slide. I, I think I need to go back and check that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I thought that's what I thought that was. Uh, the, sure. I'll, uh, I'll spend it. some. Look at the place where that, I'll the, uh, just look over the library books there. and see if I can find anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay, or you can roll I'll look for I'll look at that spot where Wilhelm had had been on in the vision. By okay. uh, uh, you can roll an investigation. You can either roll both roll an investigation or one person with advantage. Um, That's called help. Uh, the uh, the help action is you give someone advantage. I only have a plus start. zero on mine. Um, Becker. Becker has disadvantage right now. Oh, okay. So you want me to just do, do one with an advantage then? Uh, well, he he can't really help you actually. So you guys, it'd probably be best okay, if you so guys might as well do, do one own. with advantage then. No, you wouldn't get advantage because Becker's exhausted. Well, okay. I got a seven. Ha, uh, Lucky could help you with advantage. Oh, okay. Still, Korth couldn't. Okay, so I'm just gonna. Okay, well, I'll wait. Check out this panel then, and then I'll go back into the library. Sure. So this panel that you saw, it actually slides away. It reveals a secret compartment, and inside is a book bound in exotic wooden boards entitled "Sea Songs of the Boiling Islands." Sea Songs of the Boiling Islands. That's all that's in there. That's all you see. That's all I see. Hmm, that's a little cryptic. <laughs> uh, I'm not like in the uh, compartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna just go back and report that to these guys. Well, welcome to D and D, where DMs are cryptic. If that means so that I can roll what? investigation, I think maybe I'll just do that. I'll just roll investigation just in case. Sure, I'll let you roll again. Okay, so I just did investigation. I only got a five. That was pretty pathetic. Yeah, you think that you did a pretty good job okay. finding everything. Okay, so I'm going to move back to the library. Okay, so now we want to look at the spot where 
I'll go ahead, sorry. Well, I just said I rolled like, an investigation check with disadvantage and got a 14. A 14? Okay, I'll roll one, too. And I... So you discover... Um, well, well, you roll first. I only got a nine. Okay. So Stelkorth, you discover a uh, a beautiful illuminated tomb filled with reproductions of ancient elven frescoes. Looks like it could be worth some money. Mm. Yeah, this uh, this library looks like it could hold lots of different things. There was a... What do you guys want to do? There's a, uh, the young lady was telling us about him find, looking at a particular location. Is that correct? In the uh, vision? She, her previous party came in here and Wilhelm von Croft mm. thought this space was a waste of time so they just walked right out. But I should... He thought, oh, oh, it's just okay. books. My companions don't know about the book I found uh, called Sea Songs of the Boiling Islands. And I wonder why that book was hidden um, in a secret compartment. And I think we should probably do like some kind of... Would that be an arcana check on this a book? Is, this is the second book you've found. Yeah. Right? Uh, so you could roll a history check on, on it if you want. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a good roll. I got 21. I got a 21. There you go. Um, you, you've heard of the author? Maybe not this very book, but it's a it's a known book. Nothing stands out in your mind about the book, however. Is, the, is there a space on the shelves missing where this book would go? another investigation check. Oh, darn it. Nine. Nine. Not that you find, but you do wonder why that book was hidden. Troy, do you want to try an investigation? Yeah. Um, so you can only do that... so many investigations. You can't, you can't just keep oh, going over and right, over again right, to okay. high number, so... Unless you give me a good reason why you should be rolling another, like a new investigation about something else. I just well, think I'm it, thinking I that that's going that... be key to... Well, I was thinking if Go this ahead, book Cap. was taken out of this library, maybe there's something in the space where it was that could be useful. Yeah, with that investigation, the one you rolled previously, nothing stands out to you. I'd like to give it to Catherine and see what she, how she reacts. She seems interested in the books. I think she would have uh, liked to explore this room more. She seems interested in this area. Maybe it's just a curiosity about books. And uh, she's going to, you know, with the invite of that, she's going to roll an investigation. 
and she rolls a 17. Okay. And uh, she's kind of looking through the books and stuff like that. And she's holding the one you gave me. And there's a little space between two books. And she kind of reaches her hand and touches something back there. And she pulls her hand back and she kind of backs away. Check it out. You want to check it out, Hart? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I go to this, this site and, you know, actually, I'm, I'm able to turn the light on, right? Anytime I want. Uh, celestial. Yeah, you have... see, so, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to touch the, I'm going to touch this area and, and, uh, a nice light, 20 foot radius. You can put a light on your Warhammer if you want. Sure. I can use it like a torch. Yeah, yeah, do that. Sure. Okay. And use that to check out the location, White you know, and trying to understand. How long does that last? Uh, it ends if you cast it again or dismiss it as an. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't say. So I just changed your uh, token so it actually Oh, one hour. Light. Sorry, it's one it's one hour, Gord. Yeah, okay. So Becker, I don't know if you can see better because uh I just gave a torch to Yeah, I can. Have 20 foot break. Yeah. Okay. So you guys have light off of Hearts uh Warhammer like a torch so we use that to you know move into where the books are just to look in at that space in between yeah so there was a gap that she reached into and she pulled back you see a gap between two books on like the third shelf up okay well let's pull some of the books on each side back and have a look behind it uh you pull a bunch of these books back and there's a wooden panel behind it of the bookshelf Tap it, or Tap it. anything Feels like that. Feels a little that. hollow. Oh, a little okay. hollow. Just slide on that thing. Do you want to roll an investigation on that panel? Well, let's just see if we can slide it, just like you did with the other one. Okay. Do it. So it doesn't anything, really slide, but nothing. you figure if you get a dagger in there, you might be able to pry it loose. All right. We do that. So it does. Okay. It comes loose, uh, removed, and it reveals a small little nook containing a dusty green cover book with gold trim. And written in common on the front is the title of the book. It says, Beauty is in the Eye of the Beholder. Oh. That sounds like an old game I used to play Eye of the Beholder. That's a D and D game. Yeah. You open it up. So do you have some insight? Uh, the eye of the beholder was like, if I remember, it was a long time. It was a video game, a computer game, but it was like a monster with eyes that kind of 
hypnotize you or something. That's what a beholder is, I think. Is that right, you guys? You guys could roll a history check. If you say so. Yeah, let's do a history check. Yeah. Twelve. Seven. Um, I don't know. Becca, are you doing a history check? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, disadvantage, 18. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. So... Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So you do know that a beholder is an ancient, incredibly powerful monster. Uh, it's got a giant eye on its face with a giant toothy mouth. It's got stalks on its head with eyeballs on each one. And you do know that it has various magical abilities from every eye it has. It's a very magical creature. And very very dangerous one of the most dangerous creatures in in the world but you also know that beauty is in the eye of the beholder is also a, a saying so okay. the context of it is a little unknown to you you're not sure if it means something about the saying or something about the creature just put the pocket the book for now and let's move on uh, something that I heard our dungeon master say is Wilhelm has, did not actually go upstairs. Uh, Catherine like they showed came you in, they a, kept the... an illusion that showed yeah. them walking out of this room, not going up. All right. So if if Wilhelm has never been up there, then they don't even need to go upstairs. No, but what I was saying, Troy, is... He may have gone up by the collapsed staircase that wasn't previously collapsed. Right? The grand staircase okay. that we can't go up, he could have gone up that way or up by the pool. So he could have gone upstairs, just not this way. But this is the only way we can go upstairs, I think. Should be able to check with Catherine. You know, with Catherine there to say, you know, where. Just say, hey, where, which way did you guys go? Yeah, sure. Ask her. Yeah. And they ask her where, which way they she, went. She, she just kind of squints and grabs her head with her fingers, like, like it's hurting or something. Like she's just uh, trying to remember. Um, and she just Gordon, shakes her head. Let's test that. I think I think we should test the whole stairway thing. Is it is it dusty and moldy and all the rest of that, like a lot of the other stuff? This uh, stairwell is. Want to confirm it? And this room is in, is actually very clean, not dusty, not moldy. One, yeah. And now the other, been... but the other the other stairway is that recent is that a recent uh, failure, or is that uh, the, ancient uh, the main and old stairwell and moldy and, and dusty? Yeah, there's yeah. cob there's cobwebs amongst the boulders and dust. But he's been up there. No one's been up that set of stairs either, and it's not recent, so either. You you didn't investigate, so you don't know. 
Well, you Do said you there's cobwebs there. Well, let's just go up. We can come back down if we don't think it's relevant. What do you think, Becker? I'm thinking more about timing yeah, we, and seeing if we can find Willem, right? The only other doors that we can go through on this level, though, are in that banquet hall that we decided to leave. Unless I'm missing some. No, I think this is the only option, really, other than going through the banquet hall. Yeah, me too. And Catherine and Catherine's given us a vision that they came in here and they left. Yes. No, it doesn't mean that they didn't come back, but I'm, I'm thinking that's a clue that we go somewhere else. So now that you're at the stairs, you do see like maybe one footstep on the first step. And that's it. And the rest of them are all covered in dust. So perhaps someone just okay. kind of took a look at it put their foot on yeah. the first step and then walked away. Okay. So, so I guess the question is, do we want to go through the bank? Or up go up I think we go through the banquet hall because I don't think that they, you know, that just that last, that one clue about William, not Wilhelm, not uh, going up the stairs tells us we should well, be looking in, in a different. Spot. Let's go to the grand staircase and do an investigation. Sure. I think well, our dungeon master what, hinted uh, at that. Our dungeon master just well, he just kind told of, us that there's only one one step that that's gone up there, so not, nothing has happened. Nobody's gone well, up. I that thought way. that was that was the library one, wasn't it? No, that was the grand staircase because that's where uh, Hart is right now. If you oh, he's remember. out there right now. Okay. Yeah, you can't see where he is. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I can see everything, so <laughs> I know where he is. <laughs> he's the dungeon master. But That's the right. stairs in the library are clean, like they've been used a lot. Right. I, which means Catherine's I think we should go us, up. But Catherine's shown us a vision that they never went up there. So why would we find William up this, those stairs if uh, they, if he's never been up there? If that's there's no the blood vision, or anything like. If that's what the vision meant. I can't see. Well, the vision was they went in and then they went out. Hmm. Okay, Becker, come on. You got to chipe in here, buddy. Well, what do you mean? It's either we go up the stairs or the banquet hall. Yeah. You decide I... which one because uh, I think we should go through the banquet hall. Kevin thinks we should go up the stairs so you get to break the tie. <laughs> or we could roll on it and see what happens. Yeah. No, no, I, roll. I just want to roll the initial no, thing. Just kidding, actually but... have to work with it. You guys could just fight it out. The winner gets to decide. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Becker? Uh, let's go up the stairs. Let's go up the star spiral okay. stairs library. I like the way you think. Okay, what's your marching order? <laughs> How do we actually go up? 
Well, I'll, I'll take care of that. I just want to know what who's going first, second, oh. third, and fourth. What time are we going till, fellas? Right about now. This would be so a good time to stop, maybe, hey? As you put your uh, foot on the first iron, you hear a big creak, and we'll <laughs> continue it in two weeks. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Gord. I hope this is as fun for you as it is for us. Oh, I love it. Okay, uh, good. I I'm glad you do. That's great. I, I see all the strings, and I see you, uh, how you guys handle all the different things. You guys handled the uh, birdcage room perfectly. Well, thanks oh, for being and, patient and with us as, as we learn. The uh, the spa and, room, maybe not so much. No, the spa room, uh, we, we had a, a <laughs> barbarian. Purge the field. Someone he did a cannonball field, right in the middle. He, he kind of seemed more like an orcish barbarian than a half god <laughs> to me. No, see, I was. Wait, right. I am so amazing that I figured I could take on anything whatsoever. It's just. You, a think, you think you're amazing, but you smell like sludgy water. Cannonball! Right? Well, our guys, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy yeah. New Year. Yeah, Thank Merry you. Christmas yeah. to you guys. All right. Uh, have a good night. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on this short adventure episode of The Secrets of the Blind Palace. We would also like to thank our perilous partner, Describe. Describe is a fantastic website database resource for DMs, providing searchable professional written descriptions of things such as items, areas, spells, creatures, and much more. Also consider joining Perilous Pursuits as a Patreon member for additional perks and exclusive content. For more information about Describe, including special offers, our Patreon link, and to check out some of our other adventures, go to www.perilouspursuits.com.